Well, let's try, you, let's let's, try something like this. We are rolling. Hey, guys, Christian. I. Yes. Are you recording? <laughs> We're recording. Save it because we got constant sweat, unauthorized flybys, love, MiG 28s, and two Tomcats. Baby, that's all we need. All of this and more on this edition of Sequelman the Podcast with video. Coming at you, not live from Fighter Weapons School. Three men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's the Sequel Men Podcast, and it starts right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. I am Christian Bring It All, one of your hosts, and joined with me are, oh, careful about that mic cable there, Spencer. Don't flip me off. This, you're not in the It's movie. on video now. <laughs> yeah. Not you, the mic. Oh. I thought you were doing a goose. No, anyway, I was yeah. trying to look. I was. It's the mic. I, gotcha. I was flipping off. I got gotcha. you. Just be. Yeah, you got it. Anyway, I already said my name. So who's with me here? Spencer. Oh, my, hi. Hold on. Hold on. My. My. We're going by uh, not our, only our names but also our call signs today because we're doing a special movie. I am time code. Spencer. <laughs> hi. How are you? But for this, I will be known as Dad. And as as we know in the Naval Air Force, you do not pick your own call sign. People, your your flight people buddies pick it for you. And that's that was the case here. I would I did not choose dad for myself. I'm just a, I'm a dad in the group, so they chose dad. Time code because he always writes down time code and he never uses, and then payday because Well who is payday, you might ask. Well, hey, to my immediate well, not my immediate right, but my right after my immediate right, you know him as a voice. We know him as the guy we know and love and we know. He stands at 30,000 feet per minute. That's right, because that's his climb rate. He's flying an F-cock 2000 F-23 Tomcock. <laughs> no more Joel. cocks. Payday. Powie. Hello, everybody. Uh, yes, it's me. It's it is I, Joel Powie, the voice of this podcast, the voice of Laker Marching Band, and I don't know, trying to be s- somewhat significant in my other how you just ventures in life. Yourself as um, a villain. And this is my first episode on board as a permanent installment here at uh, Sequel Men, the podcast. So mm-hmm. as you heard in the intro, three men talk about the films you care about. And yeah, we heard what it. it's going to be it. what it is from here on out. What it so is, dude! We're, we're trying something <laughs> new. I'm excited about this Riverside FM. Shout out to them. Yeah, I'm uh, happy about it. We're going to see how this turns out. Well. We've Hey. Yeah. So I figured, I love how you introduce yourself. It is I, Spencer. It is, it I. is I, Joel Powie. AKA yep. Payday. But we're here to talk about what are we here to talk about? What's our show? We are Sequel Men the Podcast. Go ahead, take it away, Dad. We are Sequel Men the Podcast. That means we watch film franchises, or at the very least, movies like this, where, at least for now, it's a movie with a sequel. We don't do singles unless it's a special occasion or we're at a strip club. What up? You know what? And 
let me finish and <laughs> no but uh, yeah we're t we're talking we're talking man i didn't think we were gonna do this i had no interest i'll get into it but i mean i have interest now <laughs> this I'll, I'll tell the giddy. story but we are talking top gun the 1986 tom cruise mm. vehicle classic top gun and check this out i went to the the air zoo which is a it's in Kalamazoo, yep, Michigan. I've been there when it's I was in place. school. Good, Joel, you, or uh, payday. You familiar yep. with the Air Zoo? I when well, I school field trip, probably like fifth yep. grade or something. I yep. don't know. Well, if you're not, it's a place where they have a whole bunch of planes and jets and stuff, and you get to watch them and learn about them. And they have some flight simulators and stuff. They have a gift shop, and I got this bad boy. Is that a patch? <laughs> That's a patch. <laughs> it's you were not lowered at the exact same time. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, it's going to no, go on a, on a blank hat pretty yep. soon. I was unable to attach it before the show. I love how you I got went myself a patch. When did you go there? You said uh, this last weekend. Oh, I was going to say, Saturday. if you got that as a kid, I was oh, recently. Like, you bought that yeah. when you were a kid and you hated, you said, oh, I don't give a shit about Maverick. Ah. But that story changed very quickly and we'll get to that later. Yeah, I have do that on the next yet one. to see it, by the way. I will. We'll see oh. it this weekend. Uh, I would. Do you want to? Here's the week? problem with going to a theater, though, catching the theatrical release while it's still there. How are we supposed to... I, I don't want to be sitting there taking notes, being that asshole on my phone, you know? No. Sitting you won't need to take notes. It's, <laughs> oh, okay. it's memorable enough. Like, you're gonna... You don't need it. Yeah. Just Kenny. just watch it and enjoy right. it. Okay. And it's. That's I think it's, it's essential viewing in it, a theater. Like, it's gonna be as good, just as good if you don't. But because of, like, the stunts and the effects... And just the magnitude of the the stunt work alone mm, right. is enough. You have to see it on the big screen, and you're gonna remember stuff. Don't worry about taking notes. Don't worry. It's gonna. You're. And I've I, seen it twice already. So. Right. I've seen it once, and I remembered it enough to. It's got a wall of paper oh, there. I already showed you. I think it wouldn't. Yeah. That, it didn't show up right there, but. <laughs> Too bright. It's, you just showed us a memorable. white screen. <laughs> yeah, check this out. Look at my notes, guys. <laughs> Look at my notes. Uh, I didn't take any because it's all uh, up in here. <laughs> but man, anyway, I'm excited. So, yeah. But this one I watched. Joel, last you night. and I, you and I will go see it. I'll okay. go see it with you. We'll go to Studio Park. We'll get some grub. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I got a Top Gun Maverick in my room. <laughs> what? It'll be Hang fun. Hang on a sec. Forgive me for this. I have it's it's being oh, static. No. I didn't hear anything. Anyway, there, it's light, so before but... we get started, I just want to do what we always do. What's our experience with this movie at right off the get go or your relationship? Um O wants to go. Top gun. I guess we'll spend some time. Me? Okay. Hey, We're just first. okay. Uh I'm I'm prepared for this question, actually. I've been thinking about this. This is literally another story of this was one of the few vhs tapes at my in my household <laughs> once again i'm pretty sure my father uh, bought this one i think my dad really enjoyed this film and uh he was always in the room if, if it was playing but this was one of the vhs tapes at our house that was practically worn out because uh it was mm. it was just what for us it was one of the family movies i don't don't ask me why of course uh during certain parts i was Asked to close my eyes, um, but take my <clears throat> breath away. Exactly. I just remember, I remember the VHS box, the Paramount logo on it, and 
having that in the house hey. now it probably isn't it's probably at my mother's if she still has the vhs tape i don't think she does um but yeah that's Take my a drink every my, time my earliest memory song. is vhs vhs tape at home Woohoo! cool cool classic I, I kind of have a similar thing to spencer i didn't really watch or wasn't super into it when i was a kid but i remember it's my uncle scott's favorite movie just like your uncle's favorite movie uh spencer it's actually my aunt he oh, liked it but oh, it was actually my aunt's favorite oh, movie. Like she your was aunt's favorite movie okay now i'm gonna get some we're gonna play some clip i i'm i had her send you said some, your some audio bits because i it was her favorite movie i felt it was only right okay. that we got her thoughts since okay. i she i we i couldn't get her like on the show but i'm gonna have her send in some audio clips i think okay sounds good oh that okay. carry on good insight aunt uh no <laughs> not yet <laughs> i know i know put future reference we now that we're using this riverside fm stuff uh we uh, we have the capability to play clips live so if we ever have Fuck it we'll do it live yeah exactly if we can be bill o'reilly and fulfill that prophecy hey. so you can you're welcome to send uh me the audio from here on out just saying good so um yeah, I have a lot of nostalgia for the movie. And I i don't know if I told you this story before, but I remember vividly it would be playing, it was playing on the TV at my grandma and grandpa's house. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, it was when my uncle Scott and his family, my cousins, Jeffrey and Kate, Katie came up from Tennessee. And I just remember vividly having Top Gun on, you know, those, those TVs that sit on the floor those old oh, school yeah. TVs and it was the scene and I don't remember a specific scene, but I was looking through photos earlier this year for a photo board. And there's a photo of all of us in the basement at my grandma and grandpa's and fricking top gun is on the TV. You can see it clear as day. It's oh when they're gosh. getting reprimanded in Viper's <laughs> office. Right. Okay. <laughs> I want butts in my butt. Oh, I, 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 I freaking laughed so hard at that part. <laughs> like, they really That's go out twice. of the way to not say ass. Hey, I'll have your butt. But. Okay. But. Let me say butt. But anyway, yeah. Your butt, I, my butt. It just, it, make, it brings me back to those days going to my grandma and grandpa's. And my, my uncle, my uncle Scott, it, I think he still works for the Air Force. And I know it's the Navy, but being in the Air Force, it was his favorite movie because it deals with like fighter jets and things like that. But I, I think a lot of, sorry. Yeah. No. And my I sister had the people, CD too. Like the original track, the OG soundtrack. All four songs that they play in the movie are on that. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm glad you think <laughs> the same thing. All four songs. I said like every five earlier. minutes, I'm like, here we I go. I know. It's like how many, zone. how many times do I have to hear this sad sap guitar song <laughs> every time something sad happens it's a, the same thing but your turn jill or spencer or dad i have a really <laughs> thank you i have a I went really three cool, names there <laughs> i think i have a cool uh situation so obviously i i it wasn't like it was 86 i wasn't born until 91 so it's not like i grew up with this movie i knew no, what it was none of us i'd did. seen clips yeah 
I, I distinctly remember as a kid, it was on TV and it was during a training thing and they were, <clears throat> I, I was so confused because I'm like, why aren't they shooting them down? Like they're not shooting them down, they, they, but they, they're pretending to. And it's like, well, cause you're a dumbass kid. This is just training. I'm like, okay. But it was, it's gotta be what a couple months ago. Now I went to an air show in Selfridge is uh, on an air force base. And it, it wouldn't, what this air show was specifically, it wasn't like the blue angels or anything. It was basically the air force saying, Hey, look at all this money that we got. Look at these cool stuff. Look at these cool jets that we have and what we used to have and watch them fly. Listen, I'll buy into that. It was a free show for me. My uncle got us in. It was fine. He, cause he had to work it. He's a part of it. <laughs> so we're watching these jets we're what like we they got the old school the P fifty two or P fifty one I think P51, the P fifty one Mustang, and it's doing the it doing all these maneuvers. I'm like, no way, this is incredible. Then we see all a whole but there was a, I think there was a, there was a. I don't remember all of them, but the one that stood ah, the, this oh, was the my favorite point. ship. The finale was this jet called the F-22 Raptor. Mm-hmm. And this is like the most advanced aircraft like uh, in the world, essentially. Uh, yeah. Debatably one of the best. And it was doing these maneuvers that I couldn't comprehend that I was watching it do in real life. I was like, I've, there's no way this machine can do this. So after the show, I'm blown away. I'm like, aviation, let's go. I might watch Top Gun. And then my aunt's like, hey, you got to watch Top Gun and you have to watch Maverick while it's in theaters. So I, I told my wife, I said, Krista, when we, you know, this weekend, we're watching Top Gun. It's on Prime. We're going to watch it. We're going to, we're just going to get through it so we can understand the references. So we watch Top Gun. What a slog. And we're sitting there. And I'm like, I was ready to just make fun of this. Like, look at this fucking. And after it was done, I'm like, I'm in. I am in. I'm all the way in. I'm all the way in on Top Gun. And then the week, I'll share the experience for the next one later. But the the next weekend, we went and saw it. But I'm sitting there watching it going, this is 86. Yeah, obviously, some of it's dated, but right. <clears throat> yeah. it looks like it maybe, like if you told me it was made in 95, I'd be like, yeah, that checks out. Okay, early 90s, but 86, I, I was like, no way. I would say late 80s, personally. It is hard to remember that it, it it's an 80s movie. Right. Like, but e- those, even... I was blown away. Yeah. It, it's like loved it. it. You thought... I, I keep getting mixed up with that because I keep thinking, oh, they shot it in 90-something and made it 80s. No. They, they made this movie in, in 86. And it, yeah, you, mm-hmm. you wonder. You wonder how... A year they, after how Back they to they the Future. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, no. It's incredible, like, Marty. Hearing, do you ever, you ever like hear quotes and like stuff, and you're like, I know that's a pop culture thing. I know it's from a movie, but I never really knew what movie. There is stuff in here. From Need like, for Speed. Oh yeah, here, yeah, like that. And I knew that it was from this movie, but then in context, I'm like, ah. Oh. But then there was also stuff where I heard it, and I'm going, so this is the movie that was from. The um specifically, the um, uh negative Ghost Rider. I'm yeah. Like, oh. Yep. Okay. Yep. I get it. 
now I feel comfortable. Like I can actually use these phrases in real life because mm-hmm. I've seen it. Right. Yeah. Like I felt <clears throat> wrong using them, not having seen the movie. But now I'm like, all right. Negative okay. Ghost Rider, the, the pattern is full. Great right. balls of fire. Like I can say all that. I'm cool yeah. now. He spills it. Oh, shit. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's an experience. It's not even I, it's not even a movie. It was an experience, and I was watching it last night. Picked up on more stuff. Liked it even more the second time. Mm-hmm. It's it it's a great movie, and it's such an '80s movie though that I right. love. I love that it. There's some shots in it that make you feel like what Spencer was saying. Like, oh, I could this could be a '90s movie. Some of the shots, but there's some things in it that date it in a good way. Hey, Christian. Like the music. This movie's giving me a hard on. Oh, yeah. I thought Bill Pullman was in this movie, too. Like you actually thought he was? Yeah, because the guy who whispers, the guy who whispers that to him or whatever, I thought, is that Bill Pullman? And I thought that would be interesting because his son's in the next movie. And he plays a pilot in Independence Day. So I was like, maybe that was, but no, he's not in the movie. What's your guys' favorite call sign from the movie? <clears throat> well, uh, goose. I actually have to get a list. Actually, maybe Iceman. Dude, that's such a bad. Uh, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I think my favorite call sign is Jester. Yeah. To be honest with you, that's a good one. And honestly, I think Iceman might. Iceman's my favorite X Man. So. You know, if I'm just going on purely the name like straight up just the name because the character is not really not really featured but just the name i'm looking at him here sundown iceman's good maverick's iconic but man sundown just slaps you've got to be kidding the name of a transformer (laughs) like sundown slaps a little bit but hold hold, hold up sundown Uh, i was going to mention that one but not in a favorable light Oh, because do, do, do we realize what's going on with that call sign? Um, I didn't take it that way. At uh, all. I. But Are you, you have to wonder. About this you have a, you have a black pilot, sundowning? and and then his call sign is sundown, which doesn't really jive in today's world oh. because sundown towns are towns that have some pretty heavy mm-hmm. segregation going on. Still, there's racial se- segregation. Well, hey, and I didn't know discriscriminatory like local laws, like that's what a sundown town is. Fine. You just thought of something. Viper I'm, then. Okay. Okay, Viper, yeah. Okay. There you go. Viper. Congrats, or Merlin. Spencer, you're a racist. Merlin was no, Wow. <laughs> you're canceled. Uh I know that. <laughs> We're gonna have to get you off the show. Uh we can't have that. <laughs> and then a year later we'll have you back, like James Gunn. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, I don't know, real quick, did you guys you guys see that bad boy? Got my new ink. A year and no, like 144p, well. but yeah. yeah you know what that it. is? That's uh, a good sign. Is it a right. dick butt? No, it's a, it's a good sign. It's a wooden sign that says good. It's a good sign. That's wow. very dad of you, dad. That's going to look like chocolate yeah, syrup melted. Why are you showing us your armpit? Oh, because that's oh. a new one, too. Because I tatted some hairs in there. It's a match. Right. And it says matching tats. Anyway, Top Gun. Top Gun. We've all Top gone gun. through our experiences. I have what one bit of cool tri- trivia. trivia. Okay. I have just one little... I mean, there's plenty, but this one I saw was kind of funny. Is 
the real Top Gun school imposes a $5 fine to any staff member that quotes the film. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's actually. their version of petty. a swear jar. <laughs> <laughs> I got the need, fuck. Ah, I don't have need, a need. Fuck. I have no yeah. needs. No needs. <laughs> I have no needs. <laughs> That's $3. You didn't finish it. That's what the... Never mind. Should we um, should we dive should we nose dive right into it Act One here I think so I think so I got the act that's, here that's your yeah, spotlight yeah, yeah. Spencer Act I mean, Dad. One for Spencer to denser that, all right shut your mouth I think mine uh, ends a little that was awkward a oh, little hold up I made an attempt I made Christian. an attempt to uh, organize my notes by acts even though I'm terrible oh, that's with what trying I to did. decipher but go ahead we'll see how it works. I think mine ends a little sooner than what it should, but I mean, we can acts are subjective. Anyway. Maverick, you just did an incredibly brave thing. What you should have done was land your plane. You don't own that plane, the taxpayers do. Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. You've been busted, you lost your qualifications as section leader three times put in hack twice by me with a history of high-speed passes over five air-controlled towers and one admiral's daughter penny benjamin and you asshole you're lucky to be here thank you sir and let's not bullshit maverick your family name ain't the best in the navy you need to be doing it better and cleaner than the other guy now what is it with you just want to serve my country be the best fighter pilot in navy sir don't screw around with me maverick you're a hell of an instinctive pilot. Maybe too good. I'd like to bust your butt, but I can't. I got another problem here. I gotta send somebody from this squadron to Miramar. I gotta do something here. I, I, I still can't believe it. I gotta give you your dream shot. I'm gonna send you up against the best. You two characters are going to Top Gun. For five weeks, you're gonna fly against the best fighter pilots in the world. You were number two, Cougar was number one. Cougar lost it, turned in his wings. You guys are number one. But you remember one thing. You screw up just this much, you'll be flying a cargo plane full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. Yes, sir! Talk to me, Goose. Ghost Rider consisting of Maverick and Goose along with Cougar and Merlin are up in the air and there's a bogey in the sky. Maverick and Goose scare the bogey away with a missile lock and then do some showboating with an inverse flight maneuver and they snap a Polaroid of themselves, flipping them the bird. The bogey did get missile lock on the others which caused Cougar to freeze up and then Maverick guides his jet down. They then get chewed out and sent to Top Gun. But we do learn that Maverick has a history of ego flying and getting into trouble. Consider him the original bad boy. They are dismissed. Viper briefs the pilot. He's the original Top Gun uh, winner. He, he briefs the pilots at Top Gun, and we meet Iceman Val Kilmer. This is the beginning of Maverick versus Iceman rivalry slash love story. At the club... Ma well, the bar. Maverick sets his sights on a woman and serenades her with love and feeling. 
and then follows her in the bathroom, which is a little <laughs> problematic in 2022. Yeah. Or any year there before or after. <laughs> Turns out she's their civilian instructor person, call sign Charlie. Mav calls her out in her intel about the MiG-28s. Those are the bogeys. And retells his story of being inverted in a 4G dot. That's where I have it ending. So oh give boy. or take. <clears throat> I was pretty on with what I had. Think. I have it a little later. I have it ending. Well, you always Maverick are a little Goose later, have their you? little heart to heart. Well, we cover it anyway. So it's, yeah, you know. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so Viper is the first right, so line. Top Gun itself is a program for the best. Po- I should have read the thing. I'll mm-hmm. get it up here in a second. But <laughs> it's a it's a fighter weapons school right. for the top pilots, the best of the best of the best, just like Men in Black. And Viper is they have a trophy, like they keep track of points during their training for like good stuff, winning dogfights and stuff. And Viper is the original, like there's a trophy. He's the original top gun, just to set that straight. Right. Yes. Um, there's a lot of names on there, though. Yeah. I just want to. You... Okay, go ahead. Uh, do you, oh, you, you can go. Do you I was going to ask when the Top Gun school was. I know they say it in the beginning of the movie in the, the opening title. Well, that's I was literally just going to yeah, talk about yeah. the opening, like little info blurb we get it's going on about simple yet effective even it doesn't start off on a very great note if we want to talk about today's world because it's it's only mentioning like men pilots uh it seemed like we're in for like kind of a boys club type of movie to me it seemed like that reading the prompt um and then it's like going on about the lost art teaching these pilots a lost art apparently of aerial combat so and I know that it explains itself later in the film, but like right away I'm thinking, well then what the fuck is a fighter pilot? If it's a lost art, so no one knows how to <laughs> fucking, you know? No. So, but we get into that later. So I, like right away I was kind of, I was thrown for a loop because- Well, I think it's meaning that there, I don't know the historical context. It's got to do with dog fighting. A dog yeah. fighting. Yeah. yeah. The, That's the, the lost, lost art of yeah. dog fighting, which didn't happen because of the- use of missile lock and jets and that sort of thing. And they ca- they yes. became reliant on yeah missiles and there and was no lock on. I think targeting. they say during Vietnam is when it kind of started to fall out because that's when we started advancing our, our weapons technology to lock onto targets and all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. So Top Gun was introduced to start making our pilots badass dogfighters again, I guess. Like back I in love the how World War II times. The very first line that comes out of Maverick's mouth is talk to me, Goose. Yeah. And that's mm. important. And I want to piggyback off of what Spencer was saying about like when he was a kid, not really grasping the whole, why the hell aren't they shooting wow. anything? Like that was yeah. so boring to me as a kid because you, you just don't understand. <laughs> like you don't no grasp violence. It. <laughs> Their asses right. aren't getting blown up. <laughs> I'm gonna go play with my Legos. I'm uh, gonna go play Star Fox. Right. So I, I'm with Spencer on that. Where it's like, okay, they're not even like firing anything. This is kind of boring. Well, uh, that's here's what the my thing. I've always a kid, but 
I've always seen this movie in segments and I kind of agree with you on that. I was like, I never understood what the movie was about. And I have never watched the movie front to back until last night mm-hmm. in its entirety in my 29 years on the face of this earth. So you saw Maverick before watching this? Yes, I did. In its entirety? Yes. Huh. You have to talk about that. And in, I don't think the there's nothing Not wrong right now. with that. But but I, <laughs> I do, we're going to talk about all this on the next episode because there's so many callbacks and links. But I do well, like. Don't they, spoil I always it, remember. I always remember how they opened this movie with just showing the fueling process with da- with the Top Gun anthem playing, oh. and then it switches to Danger Zone as soon as they take off, and it's just showing like it's showing and not telling. Like, oh, this is what this movie's about. It's about I fighter can, pilots, yeah. and but that yeah, that opening the the um, opening Danger Zone thing where they're getting ready to launch, like that's just. One of the most hype moments in cinema history, I think, in my opinion, because like, yeah, all the oh yeah, the boom, turbines, yeah, boom, 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 you know, well, that and all the hand signals and everybody yeah, getting just so like, yeah. hyped, you know, just fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> what is he an umpire? <laughs> it was like that's what the... some of them reminded <laughs> me of. Just... <laughs> Steve, right? Yeah. <laughs> like who let this guy on the runway? He's just shouting. He's, he's just, just throwing up. He's the just double horns He's like got his umpire on. gear on. <laughs> uh, yeah. But all that stuff was. I real. thought like this they, was baseball planes, Sunday. Like they actually, I mean, there's oh, yeah. actual pilots. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, and they're all credited. They all have their. We got to give credit like to the director pilots. Tony Scott. Rest oh, in man, peace. Yeah. Yeah. Ridley Scott's is, brother. Yes. Yeah. Is that who that is? Ridley uh-huh, Scott's yeah. brother. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. trivia. Now you there you go. What else did he direct? Nothing of note. <clears throat> no, he did something Top else. Top Gun. But Top Gun is probably Gun. his most famous movie. And I also went into this thinking, this is going to be so cheesy. And of course it is, but not as much as I thought. Not and I also thought, I also thought the flying was just like a backdrop to a love story. It is flipped, and that's why I was. I never. I was like, I don't want to watch this. But the love story is the one action. of the biggest parts of the film, though. No, and I'm so glad that it wasn't. And what's there, it works, I guess. Right. But the only reason they had a love story is because, or a love scene actually later on, is test audiences were like, oh, oh we want to see some fucking. So the the producer <laughs> was like, Joel okay, there. I guess we'll reshoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joel was like, no, you know what, really. These 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 Tomcats, these F fourteens, these are cool, but I'm gonna need to see some boning. So they well, did, and then uh, it was Tom Cruise just licking her face. <laughs> it's one of the most okay. uncomfortable yeah. sex scenes in in yeah, we'll history. I'm gonna talk yeah. more on that, but I think this, I think the love story. It's it, it's way more of a thing in this movie than it is in the next one, right? So well, right. I don't want to get too much I mean, in that. I, I shouldn't be saying it right because I don't know what the hell they're talking about because I haven't seen the I next know. one yet. Shut your fucking mouth. Ouch. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what? Yeah. Goodness sakes, on that opening scene when when they're fighting, when they're uh, they they see the bandit Migs, and you know they take the Polaroid and stuff. They keep cutting back to the sub. I was like, holy shit! Am I inside a first order base right now? There's so much damn blue and red <laughs> lights going on. <laughs> Did JJ direct this? But I, this, the, just the look of it. 
especially in 4K when I watch it on the Paramount Plus app, mm-hmm. it looks phenomenal. Just the visual quality of the movie. Right. And the this the cinematography. I can't remember the name of the cinematographer. I should have You watched this on Paramount? Yeah, it's on Paramount Plus. Oh, it's on Amazon as well, which is where I, I I chose to watch it. But well it is a Paramount movie, so yeah. I would be surprised if it wasn't on Paramount. I didn't right. even think about that. But another fun fact, I don't know if yeah. you guys knew this. Uh this is it's kind of related. The it's clearly evident that in eighty six, nineteen eighty six, um air conditioners were not really a thing. Oh god, yeah. They're in California. This is the sweatiest movie I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> really I don't know. I don't know. John Boyega and Force Awakens. Oh yeah. Wow. No. No. That but I wish we got a scene of Tom Cruise in this movie going like this. <laughs> but nobody wipes. I'm just like, guys, get a towel. Nobody wipes. Well, get a towel. that's an entirely different. Well, <laughs> like, like yeah, the sweat's in the eyes. Like, we're we're context. sending your butts to top. Fuck, there's a, I cannot see you guys. And they we're put sunscreen on. Gun. Don't wipe it in that, your eyes. That's oh, exactly that how I was at the. Give me a minute. The, the wedding I just DJed. It was it was hot as balls. It was a barn wedding. And they shoved me up in a loft. I was DJing in a loft of a fucking barn, and I was exactly like Tom Cruise and the rest of them in this movie. I swear to God. Yikes! That was a fun wedding, by the way. Well, no, no, no disrespect. I well, it's supposed friends to set, with a couple, and it was great. But it, it's part yikes. of the mise en scène, Joel. It's showing oh, Spencer showing how. Yes, it's part of the mise en scène, showing where they are. They're in California. Okay, it's hot. Miramar. It's hot. Where they go? When he said Miramar, I was like, "Is go for a foreign country?" Myanmar? My, no, Miramar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was stupid and I did the same Where's thing. That? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's California, Miramar, California. Oh my God! Cougar was first and you're second. Right. So I cannot believe that I'm doing this. <laughs> Whatever he said. Speaking of Cougar, uh, that guy is a great actor, by the way. Um, that bald dude. Do you, what? Yeah. One thing that bothered me about it because the opening, the first thing they kind of show is like that close brush with with the russians nothing actually happened with cougar and cougar and, and cougar's just like real. losing his shit and i'm just I like know. what is, what is like, the purpose come of this on, man like what is the purpose of this land the fucking plane like what what is going actually well, it happening comes back into play later in the movie right i'll elaborate right exactly just like just like the thing about what what can nobody fly a plane anymore it turns out being right. fighting they explain more about cougar and whatever um, but Cougar, I, I was, well, we've done this before, not like yeah, this. Yeah, I'm done. I was like, what the hell? Just like pull it together, well, man. It's easy for us to sit on our ass in our right, room yeah, and yeah, watch yeah, the well. movie and be like, oh, man, pull it together. You're in a freaking fighter jet. And if you fuck something up like that, you're pretty much gone. Another well, he's got a family. Put yourself in there. I didn't know Tim like, Robbins was They were was that close movie. to die. Like, because when he was when, too low. When missile lock goes into effect, like you, know, your radar, whatever, picks it up, so you know, you like you realize they're locked onto me. So when that and happens, he doesn't know I mean, if they're going to fight. Yeah, that is pretty nerve. I mean, that would be so pretty yeah, fucking but horrifying. He had, like, but yeah. Maverick had already scared him off, basically. So but in our still, minds, we're see, thinking, oh, why is he so upset? They're gone. Like, come on, let's get back on. They're and gone. Get back. Come they're on, gone. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Again, easy for us to say we've never been a part of war right. or but combat. But that's scary military. shit. Well, if you think of it that way, like I was 
saying earlier, you hear that tone and you don't know if they're going to fire at you. Yeah. You're kind of in like a no man's land of thought right there. They but could think fire a missile and you wouldn't know. Right. You can't, I you don't have eyes up. in the back of your head. That's what your co-pilot's for. I freeze up when I get a call from an unknown number. <laughs> so I can just yeah. imagine if, if I'm gonna, like, okay, they're locked down. I want to do a sketch of that. Right now we're dead. I want to do a sketch of that of you. It just shows me sweaty shows looking at my you. family. <laughs> <laughs> Your car's extended warranty. No, and then it, up. You, no. You, hit, <laughs> you hit the red button and it's like, all right, Spencer. All right, Spencer. Let's get on with the recording. Let's get on with the recording. And you're just like, <sighs> oh my god, guys! My extended warranty on my car. And you're looking at a. You keep looking at a picture of Krista and Miles and Olive, <laughs> and it keeps cutting back and forth. Guys, I can't but do it. I got all serious. I can't put him through it. We're making light of it, <laughs> oh, no. but in all seriousness, it it's is, a very yeah. scary thing that happened. Yeah, it um, would be. About the planes, now, I, I just do want a quick mention before oh, yeah. I forget. So MiG twenty eights are not a real thing. They made them up for this film. Um, oh really? Oh, so there's it's like MiG twenty nines and there's so other MiG planes, but MiG twenty eight was specifically made that up. For this film. Now, the planes that they're actually flying, the MiG-28s in the film, are actually a Northrop F-5 fighter jet. So, just throwing that out there. Get that out of the way now. MiG-28s don't exist. But they made them look really cool in the film. They made them look really ominous with that black paint and the, you know... The star. They made them stereotypical villain-looking, but, you know, whatever. Which, speaking on that, I also appreciate how... They never outright say, like, they don't name, like, oh, the Russians. It It's implied that they're Russians, but they don't ever say it. Right. And I think, obviously, for obvious reasons of, okay, we need to market this to the world. So, if, you know, if we're saying, hey, the Russians are the bad guys, guess we can't play it in Russia. But they don't ever name, it's just the enemy. Or, they you know, do the keep boat, it the pretty ambiguous. Yeah, they, which I yeah. like because then it's also not. It, it feels a lot less America propaganda, you know. <laughs> yeah. It oh. still kind of well, is. They use this right. as recruiting tools. Recruiters would wait outside the theater during this movie. So, well, I think they did with Maverick too. Why? Not? I, I, I read would. an article about that actually. About how I considered the, it. The Navy recruiting skyrocketed after this film came out. I just thought of something really sense. random and kind of fun. My cousin was in the Navy. He just retired. Do, do we? Do we? Oh, he was a diver. Um, speaking Sorry, of recruiting. Sidebar. No, you're good. I just, I, something just popped into my brain. I have to ask, do we each have like the craziest story of a recruiter coming up to us and trying to recruit us for the military? No. No. Can I just say, I share mine? Story it just reminded me. Yes, you can. Performer. I was in, I was in FYE at the Rivertown Mall. I don't think he was a Navy recruiter. Wow. I think he was Marines or you, Army, one of the two. And I'm just sitting there, and this guy comes up to me, totally normal c- civilian clothes, and is just talking to me about music music and stuff like that. And then he just dives into the question, so uh, everything about the service? And I was really caught off guard, because the first time I, there was, yeah, I hadn't, this is the first well, time yeah, I've Xfinity. <laughs> I hadn't no. encountered. So are you a virgin? Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I, the first time Whoa. I hadn't encountered like one of these guys that didn't have a table set up with all the pamphlets and shit. 
this guy, random guy, an FYE from the military in his civilian drab, you know, and he's like, we could use a guy like you, and he's trying to actively recruit me for the military in FYE at the fucking Rivertown Mall. I'm just like, wow, okay. I don't have any a guy like, like me. That. You don't even know me. Yeah, exactly. I just had to get that out there because I just made Let's all this. Talk. I do have a recruiting story. Do you? A guy sure. like me. I do. Share, huh? share, share your recruiting story. So my brother-in-law, well, ex-brother-in-law, um, he he was in the Air Force. He didn't try to recruit, but his brother, who I think I'm safe in saying this because I don't think he'll listen. I mean, if he does, I. I the truth hurts, but just one of the most annoying people in the world. <laughs> and he's in the National Guard. But thank you for your service. No. <laughs> yes, of course. But god damn. He wouldn't just bugging me. Every family gathering. Will they pay for your I'm like, dude, I don't I'm not doing it. Right. Like, stop. I don't know if he was joking or not. I think he was like as one of the sit-downs, he was actually trying to give me information like they pay for your college blah, blah and i'm like i sweet i'm right. don't care if i'm in debt i don't want to go into the military any branch i want to die <laughs> i'm glad we have them but yeah. it's not for me it'll never be for me i know i'm not going to and now that you mentioned the so annoying the part about college this does remind me i'm pretty sure that i was still uh in school at grand valley as a broadcasting student and, you know, that was part of the conversation. Well, what's, what's your ambitions right now? What are you going for? Wait, I told him about the radio thing, and he's like, oh, well, we have radio operators. <laughs> he was trying to sell me on this whole, this all this shit about being a radio operator, you know, getting in the communications uh, section of the military, which, okay, <laughs> cool, like, valiant effort. Thank you for trying, but again, I didn't no. have an experience with any recruiters, but I did just see some at MIS when I went last sunday yeah i'm glad i'm older yeah now so they don't i'm, like, I'm past the, the prime yeah. Yeah. yeah they look at you and they go like yeah. <laughs> hey never mind uh no how many pull-ups can you do one. son like seven bro you don't want me look at his penguin that feet. was the thing they set up at the <laughs> career fairs at school and all these like meatheads they had the, oh, how many pull-ups can you do? And they brought a pull-up bar. Yeah. And that's how really? they pulled yeah. you in. Like, okay. Lunch at lunch. And then they started talking to you about them. Yeah. Yep, at lunch, yep. at a career fair. No, that's no. During recent, man. So. I'm like, I'm so glad I can't do pull-ups. And I'm so glad I don't want to because they would have sucked me in. <clears throat> you get sent yeah. to, to Miramar. Top gun. Top gun. Miramar. In Miramar. And we get. You know, they, they do their introduction. I had a, I, I laughed pretty good. I, I thought it was funny when he's like, oh, uh, the, the girls only awards or whatever. And then when Goose, <laughs> 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 holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Goose is great. He might, he's, and the chemistry and that so they have. sad because he might be my favorite character in the movie. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, what Iceman says what later, everybody loved him. Yeah. But. <laughs> See, some movies, deaths aren't He's earned, very likable. Spoiler alert. And I do like how him and Maverick are kind of like, they balance each other out. Like Maverick's a cocky fly boy. Meanwhile, Goose is like his his wingman. No. Uh, his no. Rio. His Rio, that's what they're called. The, a wingman is 
what ice well, man i know i was just him. using it as a i know a i was rude term. i'm sorry but i want to i want to get actually somebody rio Whoa. is what he okay. is which stands for Clatu. no um rio stands for radar intercept officer there you go so which they do a lot of uh, an awful lot of looking around in the cockpit for radar intercept off oh, officers. Speaking of the cockpit, speaking of the cockpit, no radar shots. like this right here. <laughs> yeah. Good old speaking cranium. Of, speaking of the cockpit shots, well, sometimes you don't have. It's like when you're in a car, you can't yeah. see everything. You got to look at your mirrors and shit like that. GPS isn't going to show you the world. No, but uh, the cockpit shots totally reminiscent of Star Wars. Yeah, A New Hope. Yep. The way they shot them. Almost to a T. Which is, guess what? A ring theory. Stole your thing. Sorry. Hey. Because Star Wars grabbed it from World War II dogfighters. Exactly. And so now th so that's the whole thing. I'm gonna hit it yeah. again because it's fun. Top gun did it better. Yeah. Um I was impressed that they had the technology to do the off the wing kind of shots. Like oh, how you would yeah. see in like Interstellar with the camera on the wing of the ship mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. I was like, they had that technology back in those days because it looked very yeah. incredible. The well, they were filming planes in World War II. Look at, I mean, they've cameras well, have been I know, in the sky but, forever. But I know what you're saying. Yeah, not that well. No. Like, and the, that's like some the of the chemistry. shots I love from Star Wars too, like on the X-Wing when the camera was on the side there. Like, I think in Rogue One or Force Awakens or yeah, something like TFA. that. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. What were you going to say? So this I'm, love story. So I'm not... Uh, and then the you can tell that, this movie's an 80s movie yeah. because of how they address the romance stuff. Like, oh, they're pig-headed. And we kind of had... times can I get laid tonight? Yeah, we kind of had his, his first... So that whole, you lost the love and feeling, the whole that whole show... That's kind of Important. where we're pinning the near the end of Act One, I think, which would be a good time to talk about how fucking problematic Maverick's approach to women is. Because <laughs> yeah. who the hell bro. follows a woman into the women, the ladies' room? Uh, and you know, yeah, th that was quite problematic when I was watching. Mitchell, was baby. Like, oh. That was a what the f moment yeah. when I was watching. But she didn't seem okay. to care. Well, well, maybe it happened more often. <laughs> Just it like, was oh, the hey, '80s. Hey, I don't know, I, but now <laughs> it was the '80s. If you're, if you're even excuse. standing outside the bathroom waiting for your significant other, you're going to get a dirty look. You know, like yeah, ooh, what the yeah. fuck, you creep? That would not fly. <laughs> just waltzing but into the ladies' I'll room. Stand and <laughs> yeah, well, I'll she's just stand probably and stare at the door, and if somebody asks, I'll be like, I got steaks right in there, man. She's playing it really cool. Got steaks though. in that door. Like, oh, you want to just do it down on the floor and go down and dirty? Well, okay. actually, I was thinking the, my table, this counter. desk here. Yeah, this desk. <laughs> but if we can move forward into the, not Act 2, but the where Spencer had it. Oh, the first little, thing. The introduction. In, in the bar, the, the singing thing comes back later on mm -hmm. in the movie. Very important. But. I'll give you a hint. Uh, Iceman's intro. Thank you. Iceman's intro. I love how, you see that guy? See him? He's Iceman. They call him Iceman. And he's drinking out of a cup. Yeah. Is he, chewing his gum. Are you grill guy? Oh. No, I'm, he's chewing his gum. I love that. That 
Instagram. Bullshit. Do you think that's where this originated from? What? But <clears throat> the hiding a word with a cough. Um, Maybe. I don't. I've got. I got some. Should I play a clip now? Which was improvised. Sure. Okay, because I do have. I was going to save for the behind the scenes, but now that we oh, you touched okay. on it, I'm going to go ahead and just play this right yeah. now. We're doing a scene in the hangar, and Tom's talking about he's had this maneuver, and and then all of a sudden Val goes says bullshit, right? Well, that wasn't in the script, and nobody knew that was coming. That just that just Val just did that, and it was brilliant. And it, it, it was brilliant for him. It was brilliant for Tom. It was brilliant for all of us because it gave, it gave the scene, you know, a whole nother level. And uh, and that's what's great about Val. You know, he, I don't know when he he came up with that. It might have happened, you know, seconds before or the night before or a month before. Who knows? But he's a, he's really he's an actor's actor. And uh, if he created any kind of tension, he did it for the good of the picture. Whole nother level. And that yeah. slider. Yeah, that's pretty cool correct um that yes actor. that is uh i yeah you're right slider the act um slider's the worst call i got an improv i got a improvisational feeling from that whole scene with when uh rick rossovich uh, mavericks rick rossovich there you go okay when when mavericks calling her out on the mig stuff because he had he's like oh i just saw him do it actually and then <laughs> when uh when Goose is like, hey, we did. We saw him. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, man. And he's like, okay. And then Goose turns and has this big grin on his face like, yeah, we saw <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. That gave me a good laugh. And that's feel, that felt a little improv as well to me. I agree. But that kind of comes back too later in the next act when <clears throat> she comes back to embarrass him in front of everybody when he's showing her up in here in this one by all oh, your act your information is not correct sorry. actually and one last thing spencer and i'll let you talk this sure. scene was we actually talked about this scene a bit in film theories class back at grand valley because this oh. is when we were talking about that the concept of the male gaze the scene when they're talking, oh, your civilian civilians are very important because they are our top of the line source of intel and reconnaissance, something, something like that. And then it's like, oh, we'll call her Charlie. And, oh, we're going to show her legs walking up the aisle. Right. From that male point of we're view. fully fashioned. this woman. Yeah. yeah. And that's a, we talked about that scene as being an example of the, the male gaze. But I would say there's also an example, and this isn't a thing per se, but it, I would take it as such. There is a plenty good of an example of a female gaze in this movie too, which is in Act Two. But it's just interesting. What was I? What was I just gonna say? You were gonna say I'm a butthole. No. Oh, one thing I wish <laughs> I wish they'd have paid off was they took that Polaroid picture that never comes back. You'd think he'd be like, oh, we took a Polaroid of it and then like shows it off. Oh, that would have been so much fun. That would have been <laughs> you just have, see the picture. Oh, I got a, oh, yeah, I got a Polaroid. I know. That would have proved it. <laughs> exactly. What, like what I you thought I was waiting. I'm there. like, he's going to pull it out. This is going to, he's well, going to show him right here. We were nope. giving him the, we were get, flipping the bird as you know. And then goose. Oh, sometimes <laughs> it know. does that. I don't, yeah. Yes, I know what flipping the bird means, <clears throat> Goose. I think as a as a friendship relationship, this is one of the most like well 
yes. develop and quickly develop. Such a good dynamic. We're in the same jet together, obviously, but like I believe it, mm-hmm. especially. And I think I believed it right away, but dude, I believe there's a moment like when he's like, "Well, I was blah blah,", blah and he goes, "Oh, we," or, and he goes, oh, "Right." Right, we, I love that. And he makes a point. It's not just like a whatever. It's You're right. It was a we. You and I are in this together. It's you and I. You're the only family I have. Better it chemistry than Harry Connick Jr. and Will Smith. Harry Connick. In Independence Day. Oh, 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 oh. oh they have such oh. a fun dynamic to yeah. watch throughout the Dude, movie. Yeah, these, it might be <clears throat> one of my favorite, like top 10, like buddies. Like best friends in that's in right. A movie. So I mean, iconic. Pineapple Express is number one. But that's what everyone remembers definitely. from this movie, even if they haven't seen it. I knew about the thing that happens to Goose later in the movie because I didn't know moment. how it happened. I didn't. But I knew either. he died. Yeah, Krista, we're watching. She had no idea. I wish I didn't know. That would have impacted me more. But I was like, I know he died. When's he gonna die? How was she impacted? I mean, she she was in just like I was. She's like, yeah, that was good. And I'm really trying to get her to share her thoughts on Maverick when we do that. Cause it, it's a movie that she doesn't talk about movies. We're still talking about it, but um, it's such a good, Oh, Joel, we're yeah, but this wait. one. It's fun. We'll it. Like yeah. the jet. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. We got to hit. And the other cool theater. thing, like I've now seen in person and touched one of these Tomcats. Like I've seen those. So, like it's just cool sound like yeah now i've seen that i i feel a little oh, bit more connected it's just if cool. i remember like <clears throat> remembering back to the you know when i was a kid and i went to where they used to have it muskegon muskegon air yeah. fair <clears throat> i was there too yeah. so I there once i remember and i remember seeing these the modern fighters and how they dwarfed the world war ii they're mass they're big i mean these are big fucking yeah. fighters dude and loud yeah loud as fuck yeah this last weekend uh, one of these was there and and so that's what you know you want we want to talk about in-person experiences with it with a tomcat or any of the f-series jets like they're they're fucking huge i have they're marvels of modern technology like i you wonder how the hell they did it they do i have some photos which you mentioned the f-22 which i think is actually I think the most recent uh, F-35 Raptor. So you didn't see the bounce from a bounce? The F-35 is a thing, but it's not a Raptor. It's a... Or something. I think it's an Eagle, or I don't remember what they call it. No. But I think that's like the most current gen of the F-series jets. Lightning. Lightning. There you go. Yeah. F-35 Lightning. Yeah, those are sweet, too. I think we saw those at the... At the air show too, but God, if, dang if we're it, dude. if the, we're the ready can do with these. Right. to go to act, yeah. Two, uh, one last thing. I I was I know I kind of was interrupting earlier. I do have, remember I was looking through photos again. There's some photos of us at the air show. I don't know, Joel. You might have even been there. What the year was we it? We were kids. I don't know what year. I think it I remember was. going like 2006 or something. There's pictures of all yeah. of us. We got our chair set up. My mom and us kids. We went. My dad might have been there too, but he might have been working. But I don't have any pictures of like any planes per se. I don't remember. But I remember going to the air show and getting an autographed picture from one of the meteorologists at WZZM, Hmm. which, you know, when you're a kid to you, they're famous because they're on TV. Yes. But 
I still also, get that way. <laughs> my my mom took me or maybe some of my sisters or just me, I don't remember. Might have been me and my sisters to the local Bob Evans because the Blue Angels were doing were signing posters in town. At the Bob Evans? And she took yes. Oh wow. She took us there. And got a big framed signed poster. It was awesome. And I wish I knew where that was. I have no idea where that went. Oh, man. Okay. But I wish I held on to that. I'll say one more thing before we go to Act 2. I, one of my biggest pet peeves in the world, one of the things that I'm just like, it gives, leaves a bad taste in my mouth regarding the military, is it, obviously not everybody, but I hate it when people, uh, military personnel, people... Um, are out and they're they're out. They're not on active duty, whatever. And they make sure you know just the way they say. carry themselves. Like it's just like I'm, you know, I'm in the like they're wearing the uniform and they don't have to. But with pilots, I will give them a pass. Like if I saw somebody coming in with their pilot jumpsuit on, I'm like, they're cool. That's fine. Oh, you're you in the army. Fuck you. you. Oh, look, a pilot. I don't think you're going to see a pilot walking around and I don't think his so. fucking jumps. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no. when we at the air show, we stayed at a hotel that was right by it. And the pilots stayed there, too. And we they were all, of course, they weren't just walking around on them. They were getting ready for the show. But they were eating breakfast while we were eating breakfast. And we saw people with the with the, with okay. the raptor suits on. I'm right. like, I want to get a picture so bad. You know what I 31. hate? <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> it's a little weird. Yeah. I tried to get Miles to go. I'm like, hey, go. Cringe. And he wouldn't. He wouldn't. That's your <laughs> oh, Excuse me, sir. <laughs> You're really cool. <laughs> Will you sign my arm? <laughs> that cool, that... That maneuver thing you can you sign dizzy? my aviators, please? <laughs> Here's a silver oh sharpie. You signed up my sign cool. my little Their wind up toy cool. jet, please. They're <laughs> the only people I will give a pass to. Because listen, they've earned their cool. All right, just flying around. Imagine the adrenaline you get. You like, know what? On this you know what, Spencer? Even. I hate it. I hate it when people get out of work and they just waltz around in their uniforms. Like if you get off at UPS, they go into the store, take your fucking <laughs> outfit off. Who do you think you well, are? You're trying to tell everybody, yeah, oh, I look at me, I deliver boxes. Ooh, I'm cool. Or look at me, I wear a bow tie and a maroon vest. You must work. Look at me, theater, I'm overworked huh? and underpaid. Bahaha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at me, I'm the I got a microphone. All right, let's go to act two. Look at me, my truck has puke in it. Oh, <laughs> what? I got a lift kit the size of your Alright, Act Two. I'm reading it. Act two. Flying. It's your attitude. The enemy's dangerous. But right now, you're worse than the enemy. You're dangerous and foolish. You may not like the guys flying with you. They may not like you. But whose side are you on?
So at least Viper got Iceman before he got us. We still got a shot at it. That was stupid. I know better than that. It'll never happen again. I know. Training has begun and Maverick and Goose take flight. Pull a sweet maneuver against Jester and defeat him. Jester is dead! Then Maverick requests a high-speed tower flyby that gets denied, but he doesn't care. He's got to buzz the tower. Back in the locker room, Iceman confronts Mav and tells him he's dangerous. They get in trouble by Viper because of their shenanigans. Goose expresses his concerns to Mav and reveals he has a family. I mean, not to Maverick, but to us, the audience. Charlie asks Mav out to dinner. Next, we get the greatest scene in cinema history. Sweaty pilots playing some volleyball. But Maverick leaves Goose hanging for his dinner date. Maverick tells about his father making a mistake and disappearing when he was a pilot, then bounces and takes a shower after his dinner date with Charlie. I, I don't know. I never caught the dialogue. They... Yes, that's correct. <laughs> they talk in an elevator the next... I, and some I elevator where he doesn't have a shirt place. on. But then Goose's wife and son arrive, Meg Ryan, setting us up for heartbreak later. Another strategy briefing where Maverick displays a risky strategy that does pay off. He gets mad for being called out, and then he and Charlie finally fuck. <laughs> Joe. No, not Joe's and not Jose. Somebody takes flight in the next training. <laughs> oh, Viper takes flight in the next training flight as the Top Gun points margin remains close with maverick in second place to Iceman. maverick that's just his thing i do that maverick goes after viper but gets quote unquote killed by jester he realizes he made a mistake due to ego goose sings great balls of fire with maverick while bradley that's his son he comes back later sits on the piano and it's a good time this goose character seems like a great fella his family is lucky to have him the next training flight uh, Iceman and Maverick are tied for the lead. The rivalry thickens, but in the heat of it all, Maverick and Goose get caught in Ice's jet wash and spin out of control, causing an ejection malfunction where Goose ejects and he hits the canopy, breaking his neck, killing him as they fall into the water. Sad shit. Yes. Yes. And it's earned. It, like you feel it because of what mm -hmm. they've shown you with them. It's not like he's a character. Like, yeah, he's my best friend, <laughs> right. and they get a scene together. Like you feel it. I hate. And I, I had to replay it the first time I watched. I didn't get what was going. On. I'm like, how? What happened? But he, yeah. The thing, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I do think that the scene between the two of them. Where he's talking to Maverick and explaining about the family, his family, and I, you know, I just want to make it to graduation. I have a family to think about, kind of like Cougar, with his family. Right, right. I did, I did feel yeah. a little telling, not showing in that scene, but it needed to. Do you get what I'm saying? I felt like that. It felt pretty expository dialogue. It reminded me of the scene in Independence Day Resurgence when they're explaining like, oh man, I know you hit that guy and he hit the wall and that's why you don't like each other, but oh my gosh. so on. But that's just one, that's just a, a, a little thing 
a little thing. Perhaps it might even could have been even without it in the movie. And then you could have revealed <clears throat> he had a family later on when they were at the airport. It's like, oh, he has a family. I think it hits harder seeing him and seeing how, like, you can tell, even in a very brief cameo, basically, right. how much her character yes. loves him. Yes. Also, uh, weirdly close with Maverick, but that we can talk about that in a minute. But just when, obviously, and I've I've referenced stuff like this before, but as the resident dad, I who has a son, like that part, I didn't cry, but it did get me. Like when you're seeing him after, and he and Meg Ryan, they're in that that room with the seats, yeah, and you see, um, Bradley, and he's just like looking at a magazine. I'm thinking he. No, but he know. probably right. isn't he's, fully yeah, comprehending. Yeah. Not processing. But he's yeah. never mm-hmm. gonna see his dad again, and he's just it. It kind of it. It got me a little bit. When well, you say that, it reminds me of the whole John F. Kennedy, like seeing his son. I mean, he understood what happened, I think, but just seeing him like at his at John JFK's processional. Yeah, and it shows him like, <clears throat> young. Which okay, uh, if we're we're junior. gonna we're, we're kind of starting on the goose thing. Well, it's basically the biggest yeah. thing in the whole. Um, yeah. For some reason, this is the first time I noticed like the canopy was the actual cause of the whole yeah. mishap with him and his cause of death was that canopy, I guess, essentially mm-hmm. getting in the way of the ejection. And, you know, because I, I guess I don't remember Freak fully remember grasping that. Like, okay, he just fucking died but you know i remembered um, it from watching maverick yeah but it's a um, flashback yeah i i guess that's the only thing i didn't realize until now was like watching it this time was how how we actually because it does happen quick it's like you know and and it's and it's done and it's like then then maverick is down and parachuted in the water and he's laying there with goose in his arms and just like how, how the fuck did we get here you know but uh yeah you gotta let him go yeah. sir yeah there's so much more behind that, that yeah. line oh yeah ring like, theory gal. up the wazoo on that line hit it joel there you go but um <laughs> i want there's some we can talk about this a little bit uh i think it's interesting that once again er, a little earlier when they get killed by, quote unquote, killed by right. Jester. Um, never leave your wingman, number one, which is what he did with Hollywood to go after uh, uh, Viper. Mm-hmm. And then he Where's tells, he's telling, he's telling Goose, like, it's not going to happen again. It's not going to happen again. And then when he does this, he's kind of still pushing the limits, being in that pocket behind Iceman trying to get the shot kind of playing. Well, he has the shot. Well, he has the shot, wants but the shot. So he doesn't move. Right. But Iceman wasn't taking the shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, obviously, and then just before that, he said that son of a bitch cut me off. Mm-hmm. So that I almost want to say, and you know, pointing fingers here. I, I wonder if Iceman kind of bears some of the responsibility for what happened. I thought the same for what he did by quickly maneuvering out the way he did and then launching them into that flat jet wash, uh, the whole th- which I yeah. had to look up that flat spin. Yeah. I, <clears throat> what did you, I, uh, th- 
What'd you find? Jet for jet wash? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Explain that a little bit. So Sounds it's like a term a uh, which fluid. may refer to wake turbulence, <laughs> turbulence that forms. So basically it's the midair version of a boat making a wake, you know? A wake. That's, okay. well, obviously That's, yeah. we're talking like a thousand miles an hour. Jet, yeah, yeah. Fucking a jet, you know? But it's okay. like that wake behind the the jet. And if you get caught in it, I guess it's a bad thing. And it's going to send you into you know, some crazy shit. Um, and is in this scenario, Iceman and Maverick kind of switched places yeah. because Iceman was the one being risky at that point by <clears throat> jetting himself in front of right. him and cutting him off like that. I was getting a little pissed. I was like, with with Iceman being such a stubborn piece of shit in the, in this scene, well, and not getting the fuck out of the way because he clearly he finally is like, oh, I fine, know. I don't have it. And he was like, yeah, you should have done that like 10 minutes right. ago, dude. I, he, yeah. I think he was doing what I, did you get the impression he was doing that just to screw with right. Maverick yeah. and Goose? No, that, and he wanted to win yeah. for well, himself. Yeah. Right. But going back to and the thing about it too, I'll let you go back to that just real quick is they, they think, you know, in this moment they can get away with taking a little bit of it cause it's just training you're not going to die in training, right? This is just training. So that's what makes it even Freak more unexpected. Because I knew he died or at least got hurt. I I mean, I knew he died, Goose. But I thought it was going to be the classic, you know, they get shot down or something. But right. this one kind of pulls the rug out like, oh, this was just training. This can happen at any moment. Not even shooting. It was a freak accident. And that that's what really, really gets you. Because it could have been prevented if some egos were in check but even even if they were something like that can happen and mm -hmm. i mean a pilot an actual pilot died shooting this movie i can't remember his name but it's in the trivia mm -hmm. but he died pulling a a maneuver oh. i think a routine thing I had but no there's idea. a malfunction and there you go <clears throat> i found it interesting that it was goose that saved Maverick's life because mm -hmm. Maverick was pinned against the canopy. Oh yeah. Thing, yeah. Right? He got pinned and he couldn't mm -hmm. pull the evacuation or ejection, the ejection bar thing. I'm not well versed in this. Well, story. okay. But it was goose that pulled it and he ended up being the one that got killed. And yeah. And Maverick was the one who was, you know, taking all these risks and stuff. And yeah, it's partially why he, finds himself responsible for what happened. Um, but speaking, you know, speaking of not being well-versed in things and just, I, we talked about the jet wash and like, there's certain technical things that kind of muddle, muddle things up for me, uh, in this act, I think and kind of like the hard deck issue of why they can't go below the hard deck. I don't know what that is. A, a common viewer doesn't know what that is. And the, the, oh, man. this whole rules of engagement thing, it's like, you kind of wonder, yeah. for what? This is, are, aren't we trying to best each other? Like, I, I, some of this becomes unclear for me with this, these, all these rules oh, they establish. Um, Joel. I'm not a pilot, but. The hard deck is basically the, the boundary where you cannot descend below during an exercise. So like the hard deck could be ten thousand. Right, uh, but the thing is, why did they establish feet. that? Why is that? Why is that a rule? Well, that's too high. You know, you know? because because safety. it's training. So like they can't say 
the actual heart the hard deck is from my understanding oh. is where they set like that's the ground okay right. for training purposes right. that's the okay. ground that's right. you know danger zone <laughs> <laughs> like that's the ground like that's where they set it if this were the battlefield that's the ground so if you go past that i mean you're dead but because you know we are working out kinks and stuff it's an imaginary thing but just know that if this were the a real battle in this land or whatever below or else that's be the gone. ground right they go into that a little bit more into maverick joel so you'll understand it a little oh, better good can't wait no and i guess that feeds into like the whole you know each time before an ex- exercise is called a hop hop number you know in this case the tragedy 31. 31 was where goose meets his end but the hop numbers and like that's another thing i didn't grasp as a kid is went way over my head and the fact that that's they're doing training exercises um but well uh to think that they're playing danger zone as they're introducing the hop 31 exercise and it's kind of a foreshadowing as to what's going to happen during that but what else what else we got we done are we still talking about the tragedy we here. can move to more like the beginning well, we didn't we talk think? about the volleyball okay. scene <laughs> okay <laughs> i can address the volleyball scene it's there well i watched it's it there. i've heard so many things about this oh i made jokes oh the homoerotic it's not a top gun movie about the homoerotic volleyball sports scene half naked dude which i got a clip on, on the volleyball i didn't scene, but. i did not get that vibe from this yeah, and i think bad. i thought that i think i thought that one, even but before I saw, it, I was like, it's, it's "Maybe not we should be as bad we should probably hear what this. Tony Scott has to say about." Oh yeah, let's have what he so has here, to here's, say. Here's here's a clip of some behind the scenes, the beach volleyball scene. And I didn't quite know what to do with the scene. I knew why the scene was in the movie it was there to show off all the guys, but I didn't have a point of view behind the scene. So I just I shot the shit out of it and got the guys to take all the gear off of them, the pants, and sprayed them in baby oil and and sweat and. Uh, but I didn't have a vision about what I was doing other than just doing soft porn. Playing with the boys. I'm way off. It's a playback issue. I actually, that's a good song. That's, if anything, that is the most homoerotic aspect of the scene. I was waiting for a butt slap, but we never got it. But... That reminds me of the Key and Peele sketch. The Although we do get the iconic double Slap high ass. five. They high five up here and then they high five on the way down. Mm-hmm. So iconic. But you can't, it's so hard to do. Okay, there's an article I just, I was looking at stuff because I know there is a piece of trivia about this. I was reading about it with Maverick. And they're seen similar to this, but not different, but similar. But this scene pissed off a lot of the executives, I guess, or a lot of the studio heads, because he was just shooting shit left and right. Like what he said in the clip. I was just shooting, shooting it like a music video. So he was shooting, like they spent all day like shooting this scene when the script only had like in one paragraph. (laughs) So, you know, that you're spending money (laughs) to do this stuff. I just like, and so the executives are getting pissed off. The way they ham the scene up. Part of it is Rick Rossovich. Like, he got Slider doing the, you know, right before he serves. He's I was like, what is he? A 
fighting pose yeah. in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like, bro, that's great. You're ripped, but you just let the ball go. That's in bounds. That's a point for them. We just lost the right. game, guy. <laughs> I just saw an article. It's called The Top Gun Volleyball Scene is Not Homoerotic. It is Homosexual. And I think the author is gay. Okay. You have watched all of this unfold on the big screen right in the middle of puberty was simply not fair. What the headline is. <laughs> no. but Sorry, I can see if you're uh, if if you're identify as being gay or if you're questioning or something like that, how you could find this scene as being homoerotic or homosexual, and that's fine. I get that. I I just it's not as intense as I thought it was going to be. Like with showing right. off like the male bodies and all that and everything. Like it, as far as like with like with Charlie from earlier was showing her legs and shit, and especially in the sex scene with her. The but, licking. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I just... Yeah, I didn't get that. It's not as severe as I thought it was going to be. But I can the understand how it would be Maverick. seen that way. At the Maverick time, in the 80s. Scenes. At the 80s, I can see it being a thing. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's, it's very mild compared to what you see these days. Yeah, or what you see in Jules' search history. But <laughs> yeah. Maverick I thought, wearing Mother Maverick Goose, wearing you jeans. pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but Maverick wearing jeans, come on. That really pisses me off. It's hot. It's sticky. They're diving. They're getting sweat. Oh, I, thought you, meant, all over there. I thought you meant it's hot. I mean, I got turned out. Oh, like I thought <laughs> Look at the ass on that one. <laughs> look, look, I'm straight. But I think I can say, I feel comfortable saying, like, yeah, they're attractive hey. dudes. I love how Goose keeps his shirt on. <laughs> yeah. See, that would be, I, would, I kind of identify with that. I kind of identify and he's literally with that. just there. Like, he's there to, to play. Funny? Like, when Maverick leaves, he's like, come on, one more game. Like, he doesn't get it. He's like, dude, I'm just here to play, man. Listen. Like, and that's then you hear the, do. the mother goose, you pussy. In Christian, the I laugh because, listen, man. <laughs> We live in an age of, of body positivity. So just... Take, well, I know I my ass has gotten my fat, but I still, you know, beach time is whatever, and I just kind of let it all... Right? Joel's like, this I mean, is I'm, the, I've been hit Joel's like, gym, this is the part where you're supposed to <laughs> say no, like, Joel, well, no. I, you guys are really kind of lazy pieces of shit. But yeah, I get you. No, but because I've been eating more because I'm trying to build muscle, I have put on a little bit it's more. It's the program. It's uh-uh, haven't been on. Here's the thing: every does this look like a little weight to you? <laughs> I realize it's a little. I realize the program is actually, is actually a little problematic, but uh, oh, oh, so you're trying to snake oil salesman. I mean, it, it worked over here. for me. It worked for me. I didn't realize because I was just like, yeah. The but now that I'm like, we're, it doesn't matter. We're talking about Top Gun. I'm Here's not the thing. Here's the thing. I, you know, you go, f if you're a guy like me, you go four and a half years without drinking, and then you start drinking again, and you're like, fuck, I missed beer. And then you just, you drink too much beer, and that's what happens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks, Brett. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so just why did that just oh, <laughs> oh no. i don't get it brett kavanaugh bro. i'm laughing and i don't get it i thought oh. i thought you were making that no because that's like what he said he started crying about talking about beer oh like he started getting emotional talking sometimes i have beer i have okay. too much beer he 
You really don't remember that bit? I do. I, I remember. remember. Oh my gosh! I thought Guys, you were you were parroting no. it. No. <laughs> uh, so, next big scene. Next big scene. We got. The, we can go to oh, the beginning. Oh wait a minute! Yeah, let's go to the beginning. So, what is the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it's the it's the training. It's the training. All the training okay. stuff. And do you guys? We see also get some tension with Charlie Michael there, Ironsides. Who? Michael Ironside, right? Yeah. Uh, Jester. Which plays yeah. Jester Heatherly. Ah. Do you guys get, I get his voice. He must be Canadian, I, I believe. Because mm -hmm. I was like, he sounds like a pitch shifted Rick Steves from PBS. <laughs> How about we get some butts in here? Give me those butts. Today, I'm really excited Didn't to show you. you. We're here in My Italy butt. to visit the local customs here and... We're really excited. <laughs> I was like, I, I got that vibe. Reference. Today, the hard deck will be 5,000 feet, and uh, Top Gun is still up for grabs. Which? I mean, I can kind of. Um, okay, that, and they're in a classroom for that scene, right? Or what? Is that the scene you're talking about? No, they have like his voice going over. Oh, okay. Like aerial shots and Never stuff. Never mind then. But. That's a minor scene, like, but cool cinematography again. Nice flight footage. Um, you're gonna love Maverick though if you love this movie, Joel. The way they shot. Good it. lord. Ooh. I cannot All wait. Right, to I'm going it. tomorrow, so hope, hopefully you're free tomorrow. I <laughs> might be able to go with you. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Actually, yeah. All the but, training stuff is cool, and you see Viper. He likes me. He's like, yo, this kid's good. Right. Well, he knew Maverick, his like, old man. Good. He knew his old yeah. man, which that. Brings me to my next thing about when he's talking to Charlie at her house, yes, like thank you. having dinner. Thought this scene was boring and as fuck he, when I was a kid. He's late, but it's very well now. But now adults, it's got some depth to it. More. Yeah, yeah. Maverick's father went missing, is what he because he doesn't have access to the classified info, so he doesn't know what happened. I got like, okay, was Star Fox? inspired by this movie a little bit because in Star Fox 64 you got the Star Fox mercenary team and it's like dog fighting sort of have you ever played that I know I've asked you guys before mm -hmm. where you got the team there's four fighters they have formation and stuff like that and the whole thing is like oh Fox's dad uh, Fox McCloud's dad James McCloud went missing mm -hmm. when he was in like, like the academy or whatever, and that's why he's formed a new Star Fox team and so on and so forth. That kind of, I just got reminiscent of that from this movie. Like, oh, well, did they take a cue from this movie on like the whole missing father inspiration? Also, my Uncle Scott, this was Star Fox 64, was like one of his favorite games too. When he would had an N64 and he played with my my cousin Jeffrey who was young also at the time same as me a little older than me but that's like the first video game I ever played other than Super Mario 64 was Star Fox 64 because they brought up the N64 from Tennessee and this has been Spencer's or Christian's gaming corner uh it's it's a little sidebar but it's kind of relevant but I just thought kinda. it's interesting how there's a, a ring theory connection in terms of, <clears throat> excuse me, in terms of Maverick, Maverick sort of, we got a little bit of a backstory 
from that scene with Maverick and Goose. Like, look, I know they wouldn't let you in the academy because you're old man, and that was expository stuff. But it's also calling forward, pay attention in the next movie because that's kind of relevant with what with Rooster in his situation. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Duly noted. <clears throat> and I, I mentioned, the- I joked earlier, take a shot every time you hear take my breath away. Or Danger Zone, or the I, theme. Yeah. <laughs> they just cycle through those. Hey, Goose just died. Ha! Way to <laughs> oh. the Danger Zone. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the twang. Oh, look at his doom, wife grieving. Yeah. I've had um, playing with the boys. Is that the name of the song? I don't know. Play it's so good. Yes. I, Play like I've had that in my head all day. Yep, sounds just hey, like been because I prior to the hey, show log. I got those clips ready for this. I was doing editing, and of course I heard that a few times because I was editing editing that beach volleyball. Put it in yeah. the Ridiculous. In it, in it. I don't know what the words are. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> but getting all sweaty here on the beach today. Yeah. Yeah. Sam in my butt. <laughs> Sand in my uh, butt. Hollow earth in my butt. Uh, <laughs> there he is. Sand her sand earth in your butt. What? No, but going back <laughs> to the stupid. to the the Charlie and the Maverick stuff, that's good. Honestly, their relationship is kind of forced. But anyway, I do like very sexually well, euphemistic too in terms of how they talk. A, a subtle sexism, which is 86. When she has to keep her professional side, like she cannot give him props for his genius maneuvers because that would give her away. And then she'd look, she'd be looked at differently. <laughs> Sorry, I just <laughs> but finished. It's, but that's I a little talk problematic because, oh, because she's a woman, she can't give right. him props or else they're going to not respect her as much because she has a thing for him. Whereas like, so she's like restricted with what she can say. So it's it's a little like I just, if this did was you guys in 2022, the, she would but, be able to say, hey, this shit's good yeah. flying. And then somebody would be like, oh, you got a thing? And she'd be like, fuck off. And they'd be like, okay, right. sorry. Dude, but Nate, here's the thing. Following, following that scene, following that the scene, the next scene where <laughs> he takes off on his motorcycle and he's just, she's just bat out of the hell, run three stop signs. I'm like, I know. What? Yeah, easy. Reckless driving. Here goes, I sped. I followed too closely. I ran a stop sign. I almost hit a Chevy. I sped some more. I failed the yield of the crosswalk. I changed lanes at the intersection without signaling. Changed lanes without signaling. More running your red light and speeding. Ring with Ace Venture. Is that all? Ring No. Ring. I have unpaid parking ticket. Beach and Tattle. I get that. I, I, get I that can't vibe. believe we just did a ring theory with Ace Venture. I love the, I love the, okay, sidebar, liar, liar. When he takes it in to get fixed, all that shit. <gasps> you scratched my car. Oh, uh, that? Where? Oh, sorry, right there. here. <laughs> oh, sorry, there. Uh, <gasps> every episode, liar. we mentioned Jim Carrey stuff. We're, we're just asking for a... Got it. <clears throat> we're going to have to start something. Um, no, no, no. Contractually obligated. Start something okay. with Jim Carrey. But I, that scene, I was, I was watching that upstairs. No, but they do have sex. Oh, yeah. It was on the TV. <laughs> it was on the TV in my mom's room, and I was like, I remember seeing this scene. And it's like, holy shit. 
she's like going up the hill up that you know the incline <laughs> right through the intersection didn't even look and you can tell it's a stunt driver in a wig oh really for <laughs> heat's sake i wasn't looking that it close. flies off mid scene <clears throat> no kelly mcgillis actually did that <laughs> no yeah but, ridiculous and then he's like my 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 uh what did he say shit my crew and my plane come first yeah horse shit maverick <laughs> when you selfish prick when he's getting after her for reckless yeah. driving and shit jesus christ but, <laughs> she's talking about baby um i had to tell you that was some cool flying bro that's all okay and then the whole See sex ya. scene did you notice that most, a lot of the romance. So how many times did you pause scenes. it, Christian? I oh, know, I was kidding. I did not. I was watching it and I, I saw them like touch tongues and then licking his chin. And I was like, oh. I fast and then wow. you had to go to the bathroom. Spencer's the guy who fast forwards Titanic when Rose takes her clothes off. <laughs> no, I saw that when I was like eight. I was fun like, fact, go, dude. Fun fact, my mom would fast forward through that scene when oh, we were kids. whatever. Fun fact, I saw that in theaters. Not lying. And it was my first boobs I ever saw. I didn't see it coming. You saw my, Titanic uh, in theaters? Hold passed on. me down. Yeah. What? Yeah, wow. we went as a family. And that kind of strange. You only like about five? It. Family picture. A <laughs> family well, picture. when did it come out? What year did it come out? 1997. I was six. Can you believe it's Still. that old? And it looks fantastic today. That yeah, no, it wasn't ageless. the greatest parenting. But who, we <laughs> no, all I'm not went. mad at your... I'm, 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 no, I'm, I know, I'm more it's, amazed it's that you, as a six-year-old child, sat through Titanic in the theater. Yeah, and he looked I, like this. I loved it. I right. loved it. I don't know why. At the time, it was my. I was like, "This movie's great. I love this. And I like watching people cover your fall eyes. off and hit their head on a propeller." No, they passed me Actually, a napkin was to cover over, to cover my eyes with the boobies. But I was like, "Fuck, I'm not." No, no, and no. Spencer no. Cut holes. Why did they wait? Why did they pass you? <laughs> like a, a napkin, napkin or something napkin. to hold over my so eyes. So he couldn't see it. Wow. I was because oh. they weren't. They couldn't talk during the theater, so they were handing me this thing. I'm like, "What do you fuck you want?" Like, put it. So I'm putting it over. They're like, "No, no, no." So I was looking at the boobs. I don't think and Spencer cared. Spencer put it over his face. No, I'm not a Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Mrs. Doubtfire Mrs. reference. Yes. So we're clear. Whoa, it was a Doubtfire yeah. joke. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I won't. <laughs> so, so they do it. Oh, they meet I you. Mean, the rivalry. So they the, do it. All right, act the, three. The rivalry. Uh, no. <clears throat> well, we will, but I I do appreciate Iceman. Like they are all on the same team. Maybe he realizes he maybe aided in it too. But he truly, genuinely is like, hey, you know, I'm I'm sorry about Goose. We all liked him. Thought he was a nice guy. Like I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And then that's kind of a turn. I thought that was very well done. I very well that. done character. The whole Iceman saying that they don't it was earnest. It was other. earnest. It wasn't right. to then, be a so, jock. It wasn't to be an, a smart ass. Right. And the whole, the whole, this movie does something that not a lot of movies can pull off. They build two really important relationships of friendships in two different paths. You have Goose and Maverick who are really good friends and you can tell. You have Iceman and Maverick who are rivals, but they don't really hate each other. Mm -hmm. No. They they're they go against each other, but they're slowly building a really close friendship by the end of it. Mm -hmm. And you believe it. It's not to just oh he saved me, now we're friends. You to can be see it develop you, over time. I, I I want a little more of that. 
between Iceman and Maverick, between Tom and and what's this Pete Pete Mitchell. I thought they did the whole goose the goose and Maverick was just done fantastic, but I would have liked a little more development. It's a little raw for me. I would have liked it cooked more, a little bit more. When that there's breaks. a food analogy. <clears throat> But it's like I get I that's fine. I get what you're saying. They did do a they did establish that relationship and it pays off extremely well in the next movie. Oh yeah. Um well oh yeah. You feel it. You feel it. You feel their friendship. That is an emotional moment. Are are we talking about the relationship between Mav and Goose? Iceman. Iceman. Yeah. Tom because I I need to see this movie like tomorrow. Oh my god. Dude, I'm just going to tell you, my expectations were about average, because I'm like, there's no well, way. Well, so are all, mine, but now they're the through the fucking roof, because you guys have been talking it up. But, yes, and that's okay. It's still going to exceed them. I'm confident enough all saying right. that. It's, you're, they're high. It's like what Endgame did. I was like, my expectations are so high. There's no way it's going to, and it exceeded them. This did so even more, because I wasn't expecting a sequel to Top Gun to do that. But anyway, uh, we can go to Act 3 if y'all are ready. I did find it interesting that I know <laughs> oh, I want to go on. His stupid Here, Hold on, there. I'm not putting these on so I can so I can yeah. sleep without you knowing. Don't worry. <laughs> 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 weekend, at, weekend at Spencer's, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, very ring theory here Maverick holding Bradley in his arms coming out of the airport oh shiz yeah holding his uh, Rio's son in his arms they're kind of a Yo, family friend sort of thing going on and oh gotta check your list I thought it was interesting that uh <laughs> My notes that I've organized. Actually, I have seven more notes. Well, the Top Gun book was written in 85, actually, but they fucking... (laughs) Well, it just goes like Maverick is so focused on, like, proving himself and, like... He looks at a picture of his dad and him when he was a kid. as a. It's like showing this is why I push the boundaries so much. I want to live up to this or I want to exceed Mm -hmm. this or I want, you know... I want to be as good. And that's why he keeps playing with fire in the air, like being so risky and stuff and being a flyboy in terms of that. But it's at it's to the detriment of Goose. Not uh, a little bit in what happened to him, a little bit with how he was flying so close to Iceman, I guess, in that instance. Mm-hmm. But and that, you know, that's partially why he feels responsible. But that gets more into it in Act Three, <clears throat> the right. whole him dealing with this. So, Word. well, they're Tomcats, sure, but they're actually. Can I be Spencer for a second? I'm gonna be oh, Spencer okay. for a second. I guess Act Three. So, we get to the. <laughs> I'll start with so. I just start in. But you do do the Act Three. Well, yeah, Dude, that's a signature. About it. I know. So let's let's hear I this. Is. And and the and the so Joel. <laughs> or when maybe my call who, sign should be. Or when Zach is on. Act one. Zach Coop is on. So Zach, we wanted to ask you. 
Yeah, they have to know who I'm okay. talking to. Okay, it's just funny. Okay, moving on. It's on your mind. My options, sir. Simple. First, you've acquired enough points to show up tomorrow and graduate with your Top Gun class. Or you can quit. There'd be no disgrace. That spin was hell. It would have shook me up. So you think I should quit? I didn't say that. The simple fact is you feel responsible for Goose have a confidence problem. Now, I'm not going to sit here and blow sunshine up your ass, Lieutenant. A good pilot is compelled to always evaluate what's happened so he can apply what he's learned. Up there, we got to push it. That's our job. It's your option, Lieutenant. It's all yours. <laughs> he did it! He did the thing! He said it! <laughs> uh, Goose is dead. Maverick, it... Oh, man. This would have been... <laughs> sorry. Don't laugh. It reminded me, it, no, it, it reminded me of something like in a Star Wars crawl. Goose is dead. The world... <laughs> Goose is dead. Somehow... Somehow... He returns. No. No. Goose is dead. What, no, what's the guy's name in Luke's wingman? Dak? Dak is dead. The <laughs> battle of Hoth is over. Goose is dead, son. The rebels lost. Goose Goose is dead. Maverick is shook, but is cleared of any fault because it was an accident. Viper gets him flying again immediately, but he's all out of sorts. Confidence is... In the locker room, Iceman shares his condolences for Goose and displays real humility toward Maverick. Mav quits. Thank you for sounding that Charlie out. tries to get him to stay and fight through the grief, but it doesn't take right away. He goes to talk to Viper, who spits facts at him on his options. He can graduate or quit with no disgrace. But he knows he's a top pilot. At graduation, Iceman wins the Top Gun trophy. Maverick shows up. He graduates and he congratulates him sincerely. The party is interrupted with a crisis situation requiring pilots to take flight. Of course, Iceman, Slider, Maverick, they're called upon. They are ordered to give air support to a rescue and fire if fired upon. This is real. Maverick's Rio is Merlin for this mission. So, from the beginning, you Tim might Robbins. know him as. Um, yep. Maverick is sent up after Hollywood gets shot down. He struggles at first, but channels Goose's guidance to gain confidence and take out a MIG. Maverick takes out the MIGs and pulls the same maneuver from the first training flight where he breaks and it just flies up underneath. It's sweet. 
He shoots the last MiG down. He does the signature unapproved tower buzz. Oh, that Maverick. Everybody celebrates and Ice and Mav hug it out. He tosses Goose's dog tags in the ocean. At the bar, the jukebox, play, the jukebox plays that love and feeling and Charlie shows up. Two F-14 Tomcats fly off into the sunset. Credits roll. What a great <clears throat> film. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Great right. action stuff yep. here. Like the <clears throat> real fighting. <laughs> right. So like it's good. But did you notice they use the same the, the the same shot, just different angles of that missile? Oh, I don't know. That's pretty nice. I, well, because I but didn't. for budgetary oh, like wait. the US was I like, think yeah, I know. you can shoot this. You have one. I I think I know what you're talking about. I do yeah. want to say, like, okay, prior to the climax conflict with the Russians. Yes, so the Russians. Uh, you know, you do feel for Maverick going forward and you kind of feel that heaviness and his depression. I think they played that really well. Um, but it also kind of is to the, in my opinion, is to the film's detriment because I feel like it kind of made things drag. Like there was just kind of like this lull. Like before that final, kind of before that final conflict... Yeah. I just, I just, all I was feeling was lull. You know, I don't know. Well, Maybe it's just me. I think it's pretty I, realistic, though. That's I was gonna say heavy, heavy shit right. and to deal with. Barring the, you know, the important moment we get between Viper and Maverick and Viper shedding the light on more on who the history Mav's of his father. father was. And, yeah. like, that's obviously important, you know. But other than that, it's just kind of like, there was a lull, and I didn't really get excited again until, oh fuck, we gotta actually go do an actual battle. Well, it's interesting, and this is gonna connect to the next movie. How how Maverick takes it, he he takes it really really hard, even though even though they officially ruled that it wasn't his fault, it wasn't his responsibility, right. through you know the data, the evidence, technicalities, all that sort of stuff. We've ruled you're not responsible, but they don't take into account the emotional toll in him actually being there when it happened and him with his history, knowing how Goose wanted him to stop like being so such a risk taker and that sort of thing. Let's right. just make it through Top Gun. He feels responsible emotionally for what happened, even though if it technically it wasn't his fault, it's still his fault in his mind. Per tormented by guilt in a broken promise. And that never leaves him. No. Really? No. And it wouldn't. It, it's still a huge part of the next movie. And Joel, to disagree with you just a little, <gasps> I think the surprise, uh, this lull you're talking about, I didn't feel that because I like think about, because look how, how confident he was the entire time. And think about any situation, something that humbles somebody. They can go from Ray. They're the ones that fall the hardest because they're they only know being up. They don't know how to handle Drama. Know, being down. So I think that plays well because it's from one extreme to the next. Because that's yeah. what would happen. There would be no. Well, I. It's not like I was ever. You know, I was never really confident anyway. So this is just another. No, it was. I can do anything. I'm the best. Mm -hmm. This is what I can do. I'm going to do an and, unapproved flyby. That's me. My best friend. I may have caused my 
my best friend to die now maybe i'm not as good as i thought i was and and you know he would try take those risks exactly he would try to take those risks but every time he would do something like that it would make him think no this is the kind of behavior that caused my rio to die in part in my opinion yeah on sundown sundown, yeah well sundown Mm -hmm. was being an asshole let's be honest not really i mean if you he had the shot yeah Oh, because no, his no, 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 was no. so, and he's second guessing. He's like, "Nah, dude." Like he's Take, costing. Read him the room too. Read the tarmac. <laughs> you know that he just lost his 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 best friend, and you're gonna bust his ass for that when he's going through something. I mean, that's what you like, signed you up for. If you you're gonna I, be there, be there. I know, but it's just being a decent human. You don't do that to somebody. I don't. Think. But I think you do. Because that gets you out of no, it. Think no, about come on, man. If something happened. Why didn't you take the shot, man? Why didn't you take the shot? And it's like, fuck it. You, you know why he <laughs> didn't take the shot. Yeah. I mean, no, I get that. But also, you can't baby somebody in those situations. Like, hey, man, we'll get him next time. Because maybe you won't get him next time. Maybe there won't be a next time. I understand like that in, they're in, signed in the military, up for this so in the military can't. and in the Navy. But there, there's a time and a place for that sort of thing, I believe. And I don't think that was it. I disagree with, I was like, I would have blown up at him too. Right. It's like, stop busting my balls. Like you lose your best friend up in the air and see how you react. I I agree with both sides. Then that's fine. With sundown I get your opinion. and I, 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 I That's fine. Like, of course you would blow up. You're going through a lot that he doesn't understand. But also sundown is in the jet with you like yo you're you're putting me in a position here guy so either <laughs> do it or don't but right. if you're gonna be up here and do it and i can understand yeah i would be understanding you got two too. lives that you're messing with here right i get that point of view as well but also him and his grief goes back to the beginning of the movie where he's kind of going through what cougar was going through in that right. in that moment which I kind of liked how that kind of rounded about. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, what happened to Cougar? Oh, man, he's going through a tough thing. Oh, now I'm in that position. And every time I'm in a position to shoot someone down, I'm going, nope, it's no good. It's, it's just not good. And that would kind of piss me off and annoy me, too, if I was his, the, the guy sitting behind Not real. And he did that every time. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Love the apology. <laughs> love Iceman's apology. Yeah. I thought it was creepy that Hollywood was standing there. <laughs> I went yeah, but on on the subject of Iceman and Mav specifically, you know, and this whole the final confrontation with the Russians it forces them kind of into a camaraderie finally. Kind of forces them into, you know, I don't remember what exactly the circumstance was, but there was a what happened? They shot what his happened? right engine out. Iceman's right, right. Yeah. engine okay. got shot oh, yeah. out yeah, by were, the guns. They, he got oh, yeah. hit. Um, and so it just it's just one of those moments where it's like, okay, well, when push comes to shove, then they're really there for each other. You know, and kind of re- We're on the same yeah. team. Well, that's the dynamic. It's foreshadowed I, at the beginning. Right. I like how they deal with that in this movie in terms like it's like when we talked about Captain America. How in the audience, like all the soldiers are, and even in the movie, in like Avatar, Blue Alien Avatar, 
all the soldiers are like jughead goofballs where we don't take anything seriously. We make jokes all the time. Ha ha. And when they're in flight school here at Top Gun, they are doing that. Like they interrupt Charlie's thing as a civilian. They don't really respect her in that sense. But they're like, they like insult each other. They do whatever. They play volleyball. They have fun and shit. But when push comes to shove, when they get into a serious actual crisis and they're in the, in the briefing room with that guy from the beginning of the movie on that submarine, they're like, nobody's fucking joking around. Nobody's making quippy remarks. Nobody's being smart. They're listening intently. And Iceman actually is concerned about having Maverick up in the air. Yeah. And he goes to ask about it. And he's not doing it to be a douche. Like, hey, no. I'm he's like, no. yo, I'm this isn't personal. Like and right. I and I believe him. It's not. It's like, right. dude, we saw him during training. Didn't he didn't take a shot. Like he's not you know, he's not quite right yet. Right. Right. But he did go in as kind of he was a backup, right? Because he was chilling. But right. And Hollywood went and it was He's you know, on go, call. Go, go. Yeah. Right. And one really big missed opportunity, I think, that they set up. And I'm watching this when I for the first time, I'm like, this is yup, here we go. But it didn't. Was Viper <clears throat> should have been his real. Yeah. Because yeah. he even said it. He's like, this kid's good. He's giving him props uh, the entire time. I'll fly with you. Hey, if you don't have one when you get there. Call me, I'll yep. fly with you. And I'm like, here yep. he goes. And it's Merlin. I'm like, what? Whoa. Tim Robbins, why? boo, fucking who? I mean, fine, but how great would it have been? Dude. Like Viper. And that would have oh connected even better to Maverick, given what happens in the third act of you that better movie. better shut the fuck up. I'm going to shut the fuck up. I'm not going to say anything else. But <laughs> They do it right in Maverick. Okay. Let me yes. just say this. Yes. Yeah. They should have had. That was a missed opportunity right there. I will be honest. And with him knowing his father and that and all that. Right. No, man, random guy a, from the beginning. He's good. And Tim <laughs> Robbins. I mean. Yeah. I know we paid Tim, Tim Robbins. Robbins a lot of Great money. actor. Great actor. I hate Mystic River, though. Every time okay. I think of Tim Robbins, I just think of Anchorman. Shawshank. Nope. <laughs> I think of Shawshank. I think of Anchorman. Yeah. Anchorman. Anchorman 2. Yeah, the first public it, news. He's, the blah, 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 blah. He's a public news <laughs> TV guy. Oh, yeah. I guess I, it's been I a while know. since that's I've seen me, that. Though. That's how my brain is. Yeah, that's you. Uh, <laughs> no, I just want to yeah, say I really a liked general. The... <clears throat> okay. <laughs> <laughs> a general thing I want to say is that you kind of feel the. Oh, man. I, I was feeling anxiety there between. Um, during the pre-mission like brief because like oh it was just a pissing contest up until now now it's the real fucking thing and yeah. you feel kind of that way of oh my god we're actually gonna we have a mission and our our lives are on the line like yes well, i mean you, know, you never know because look at what happened to goose but this is a mission and we could die you know we're gonna get shot at we're you know no one dies, though. Right. Except Goose. Mm. Hollywood doesn't yes. even die. Correct. But, uh... You know, I, I, I relate this to, you mm -hmm. know, the whole, like, yeah, it's a competition. It's a, for the most part, friendly or not-so-friendly competition. But in the end, yeah, same team. Like, if I'm... 
if there was um if if I was on a Joel, bear with me. <laughs> okay. Here, but <clears throat> let's say I was sports ball. I'm I'm on a basketball team. I could hate one of my teammates, but when I'm in the game, I'm not thinking about that. If well, he's didn't open, Michael Jordan I'm have the ball. that kind of dynamic with a player on the Bulls? Probably. He takes everything personal. So yeah. <laughs> but like in the nice. end, for me personally, I'm going to do what's best for the team and put that aside at least while we're playing the game. Oh, absolutely. And you have to amplify that by like a thousand in the military. When you're in a you life gotta, or death scenario. you're fighting for a lot more than just a score. You, f- you forget about petty shit real quick. <laughs> they like, do it a, go- a great job of, of showing that in uh, the Pauly Shore movie uh, in the army now. Really? Yep. Yep. Same dynamic. An enemy turns to a... Fr- we should do that. Uh, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> Maverick meets with Viper... For the pep talk, I really like that scene. That's also reflected in Maverick, and I'm not going to say any more, Joel. But I, I, I think he needed to have that talk in a character but, development. But what sense. you're saying he needed is something. Even Kelly McGillis, McGinnis, McGillis, 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 she wasn't even able to get him out of this funk. At the when he, he she sees him at the barn, she gives him some pretty good advice. Yeah. Trying to I think help because she out. tries to. I think in this Viper. Go ahead. Viper gives him more inspiration. Like I'm gonna, well, tells him to it straight, but it's still like helpful and pushing him forward. Like people make mistakes, and these things happen. In in this, when we do this for a living, these things will happen. And it happened with me and your dad, basically. That's basically the gist of what he was talking about. I don't remember exactly, but it was just a pep talk to get him back out. Like, hey, you can, like you said, you can retire or get out no, with no, uh, what's the term, disgrace or whatever. Yeah, no Honorable shame. discharge. No shame. Nobody's going to think yeah. any. I don't know. No dishonorable discharge or you can finish graduation. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The choice is yours, that sort of thing. I thought it was a good moment. Yeah, it was a great, like that. great setting at his house. Yes. And I like that he didn't try to persuade him. Like, you got it. You're one of our best. We need yeah. you. He was like, look, you're one of the best, but I'm not going to beg you to come back. Way better. Here's your two options. You can go and, and that's fine. Nobody's going to, I'm not going to, you know, no shame, no disgrace. Or you have enough points, you can graduate. And he leaves it up to him just by telling him the facts because if he were if you push somebody push somebody and they're fine like fine uh, yeah okay you're right i'll do it they're not doing it for themselves they're doing it because they just to exactly. do it exactly what this he did moment is- he's doing it because he realizes okay i'm ready to go back i can right. i can do it it has to be up to the person same kind of maybe this is a stretch but somebody that has um like an addiction you can harp on them you gotta stop you gotta st- but it's their well, decision. it's kind of like religion too, or faith. It could, yeah. It's it like you can be. give you, you can tell your story, your experience, and how you feel about faith. But at the end of the day, it's up to them to make the decision. I like and how you look what happens when you push it. I look what happens when you push it exactly. And I like how you pointed that out. I like how you, I like how you pointed that out about when he goes to Viper. Like Viper's not pushing him towards it; he's giving him food for thought. For him to chew on later to come up with a distinction for himself. 
So I like how you put that. Yeah. That was interesting. Good. Okay. <laughs> well. So Top Gun. Well, Top Gun, everybody. Well, if, if uh, there are a couple of things, uh, behind the scenes things that we didn't, I, I try and what I'm going to try to do from now on, now that we have this technology where I can have these clips and play them in real time, uh, as as they come up, but sometimes we don't get to the subject matter at hand. So I do have a couple of behind the scenes things that are just kind of fun. You can quick go over. I'll be right back. Um, and he'll be right back. That's okay. Uh, so we we did the volleyball scene. We did <laughs> the hangar scene. Here. Let's see here. Okay, so I know where we're at now. So one of the things we want to probably touch on it here as far as behind the scenes goes is, uh, you know, we know that method acting is kind of a common thread with Hollywood and everybody tries to really, well, not everybody, but some actors really try to live out the, the character, you know, in their real life. So that kind of happened between, um, <laughs> sorry, watching, watching yeah. Slide back into his seat like grill we're just, guy. We're just talking. I had to turn my I had to turn my sprinkler off. Oh, that's off. okay. Um, we're just talking about uh, method acting. So we're going to the behind the scenes of how the relationship, the onset relationship between Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer, kind of reflected their act, their on screen relationship. And so I'm just gonna yeah. I'm just gonna play this clip. Um, cool. Val Kilmer really tried to be hey. an asshole and, and tried to try to be tried to be Iceman. We'll see. And we've had some playback issues, but hopefully this will be a little bit better. If not, oh, Val wanted to kind of create like you know something a subtext that really kind of and it worked. It really did. I mean, he would do things to kind of set himself apart. I remember we had one rehearsal and uh, he uh, he brought a case of wine. To the rehearsal and he he carried it to the far I mean, we were out in some field somewhere and he he carried it all the way out and he stashed it and uh and he gave it to tom at the end of the rehearsal so he made tom actually carry this case of wine away it was so awful because i did things like the character because it was fun yeah i gave it to him and he was like gee thanks it's so he's the nicest guy in the world you know but then what did i do it was awful I, I left it like in the middle of a football field where we rehearsed so I, I just thought it was funny that I made, you know, I got all the guys to look, you know, I made him to go out there and carry it. Maybe that's why he never called back. He, he'd do like little things, like little numbers like that, just to kind of like, uh, you know, put the, put the stick in and kind of uh, get a feeling going in, it, within the group. Well, the funny thing is on set, uh, Val Kilmer would actually, and, and Tom Cruise, they would actually go up during breaks. They would actually go up in the Tomcats, uh, unsupervised. Oh, you know, they okay. They had their pilot's license. They would actually fly and practice the maneuvers. <laughs> it was great. There was one time I remember uh, Val, uh, <laughs> the son of a bitch. <coughs> Bullshit! He, he <laughs> was up there just kind of joyriding in, in, in one of the uh, F-14s, and he was just kind of flying, getting familiar. Tom, I'll never forget this. Tom goes up clips his wing he crashes down has to actually eject costs us 37 million dollars to replace that plane but oh what a story and 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 from then on and we look back and we laugh and we think 
Uh, we we could have gotten a bigger name with that with that budget. We were planning a, a cameo from um, the, the from um, Jesus actually, but we couldn't afford him because we had to buy another plane. That no, a that's a really good behind time. the scenes, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, now now my who uh, knew they actually flew? It's not working. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So everything's not working now. All right. Still dangerous. You can be my wingman anytime. Bullshit. You can be mine. We can talk about our last thoughts. And if you can get the videos working, Joel, let us know. But yep, doesn't look like they're gonna. Just so some things I, I can jump to our, our last thoughts here. So I, I a couple funny things. Peter Pettigrew is in the credits as a flight advisor, I believe. I do like the song in the credits, "Mighty Wings" by Cheap Trick, written by the composer of the movie. I cannot remember the his name. So, uh, <laughs> oh, and I did write this line down. The Defense Department regrets to inform you that your sons are dead because they were stupid. That goose Sorry says lost. after they get shot down by Viper in the training. Um, but yeah, uh, I just think it's a great movie. It's that's my final thought. No, <laughs> it's a good '80s movie. It's a great '80s movie, and it. I I love the music. I love the music, even though it's fucking repetitive, man. But. <laughs> It has the synth wave. I love the combination of synth wave and glam metal. It kind of has that kind of vibe to it. Dates it instantly. Dates it instantly. But it gives it that kind of, I, I put down like a Sega sound. Like with Afterburner or something like that. Okay. Which was probably inspired by this movie. But... I don't know. I just it, it gives me it gives me nostalgic feelings for when my uncle would come up from Tennessee and hit being his favorite movie, going to the air show, playing Star Fox sixty four. Kind of has those those connections to my experience with this movie, and now that I've actually seen it front to back, it's it's I I do want to watch it again though at some point. That's the thing that's so weird. If you'd have told me last year even. Or any year up until when I watched it, that hey, Top Gun's a movie you're going to watch, you're going to like, and you're going to want to watch again. I would be like, no, 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'll watch it just to say I watched it. You know, just to, so I can get the references. What... But no, I watched it. I enjoyed it more the second time. It, I wasn't... With some movies that we've done, you know, I'll watch it. Or I had watched it before. I'm like, I liked it, but I'm really not looking forward to watching it again. This one, I was like, I would... Let's go. Let's watch it I... again. Dude, Spencer, I love and appreciate your your about face on these movies. Yeah, dude. I, I said it again. I'll say it again. It's just funny to me, and also it makes me <clears> mad <throat> because it's a legit good movie, good movies, right. and you were like poo-pooing it before. I was being stubborn. I was being, being stubborn because we everybody again, loved it, so I didn't. I'm not going to mention it again. I'll mention it in the next episode. But yeah. I, I was love- the same way with the 2003 Pistons. Because they were playing my my Lakers. And because I lived in Michigan and everybody was a Pistons fan, I was like, well, I'm not going to be. But I've come around. I'm like, why? You know, let's root for the home team. Why was I dumb? Like this movie, I was fully prepared to not give it any credit and just be like, I unapologetically love this movie. And it's funny. It's actually it got is. good humor, and it's not corny '80s cornball hammy humor either. It's actually legit funny. The guy with the coffee that la- made me laugh mm-hmm. my butt off. That was hilarious. I'll tell you, Joel. This isn't a huge spoiler, but one line that may or may not come back—that's kind of a cool little nod—is, and it's one of my favorite lines because it it shows the the difference in the two jobs and responsibilities. I think it's in the beginning when they're when they're fighting the actual enemies. So like you know that that opening <clears throat> fight. Yeah, they're first. And um, yeah. Goose Goose says the line. Uh, um, you can insert it if you want, but he he says, you know, come on, Maverick, do some of that pilot shit because he's not a pilot. So he's like, hey, like come on, do do your do that pilot thing, do the thing that you do. Let's go. Let's do it. And I, I love that line. Do some right. of that pilot shit. And that, just remember that line. Ding. Okay, yeah. Sorry. I'm, I was trying to see if they would work again, but they're not. Yeah, well, I'll give um, it up. It's, it, it's, yeah, it's a shame. Oh, well, I had some what cool behind-the-scenes stuff. Turn, Joel. Um, your so, turn, Joel. Yeah, I'll just turn my final your thoughts. Turn. Um, so, obviously... There's some heavy nostalgia going into this. This was a bit of a weird experience for me because viewing this movie again, I do not know or remember the last time I watched this movie. Uh, Man, it's hard to say that the last time I saw it was on VHS, but it might be true. Um, But uh, so there's a lot of nostalgia going into it for me, but like watching it now, refresh my perspective on the movie obviously um and now it's starting to meld together with with maverick and my excitement to watching that so, so i think I, I think i think the all the hype and everything that i've been experiencing and hearing from you spencer about maverick has kind of like elevated my my interest in top gun as a whole and so like don't going be afraid into, don't be afraid, be afraid to raise your expectations even um, higher. So, like, I sat down and I watched this last night, maybe, and uh, I, I was ready for it. You know, sometimes when we when we cover films, it's kind of like, 
and well, I should say, you know, I haven't been on a lot. So I should say going forward, there, there's going to be franchises where I'm like, ah, you know, I'm going to be like, fucking got to watch this for the podcast, you know, but this was not one of those times. This was like, oh, shit, I got to let's get let's refresh my my knowledge and my memory about Top Gun because I'm about to go watch Maverick in theaters, hopefully. And so I definitely went in with a different perspective on this film. I think it's one of the best films of its time now and in retrospect now that we've had all this time um and yeah i just i am coming away from this with a new understanding and a appreciation appreciation for this film as a whole and that's kind of like where i'm at right now with top gun as a franchise hopefully we get to see it succeed wow. and i don't know where what Maverick does to set it up. But well said. We'll see. No spoilers. I still have yet to see wow. it. We'll see. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get to Maverick. But well, I think I my excitement for Top Gun is is uh, has has been elevated. Has all time hit high. the hard deck. <laughs> yeah, hit the nice. hard deck. No, but I can't wait for the animated series. Shut up. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh yeah, the I'm one that the it. one that Spencer won't watch. Yeah. No, I um, did Top Gun. I'll watch that. All right, I'm, I'm all the way in. <laughs> Ladies like, and we're gentlemen, we're already talking about our Halloween costumes. Oh Great. boy, shirtless Tom. We Cruise. had some friends tonight. We watched their two-year-old son, so Listen. they could go see it. Because we're like, guys, you need to go see it. And they were like, all right, we'll take you up on that offer. So we watched him. They went. Spencer, like, yeah, you talk okay. about this film like it's a like it's a religious pilgrimage. It <laughs> felt like it was. It's been a long time since I've seen a non-superhero movie where I came out of it going, let's eh. watch it again. No, not like me coming out of it like Thor. Mm, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Thor, love and blunder, more like. Oh, we we there. already. I love we, we don't need to rehash all of those bitter. Yeah, the, you don't have to do that. The listeners always saw already saw your hate for goats. So well, it was annoying. Okay, already called the ASPCA on your ass. Annoying. We exchange goats for tomcats. I never what? gave the specs to the tomcat. I was going to tell you about the plane. Oh, good. Oh. Oh well. Yeah, it's nice. okay. Yeah, post it on next one on social media or something. I will just say, let me give you this one thing, and then I'm done. I promise. It, um, it's, <sighs> it's performance. It's, it's max speed is one thousand five hundred forty-four miles per hour, and its climb rate is thirty thousand feet per minute. And let me just tell you, in relation to the speed of sound, that is. It can go supersonic. The speed of sound is, why won't you just give it to me regular? 343 meters per second. So whatever that is for miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> it can go mock something though. Spencer's not yeah, good with very conversions. Fast. I'm not. Neither am I. All right, go ahead, Christian. But play us out. Into the ending of the show. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to yet another episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. This has been the Top Gun edition. Joining us today and moving forward all the time is our good friend Joel Powie. That's me. Joel Payday Powie. This has been Christian Timecode Bring It All and Spencer Dad King <laughs> signing off from another episode here. 
You can listen to us on Podbean. That's where we host our uh, little show here. We just started using Riverside, too, so yeah. maybe we'll do some live streaming in the future. That would be awesome. We'll see, yeah. Uh, but you can listen sweet. to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Podbean, as I said, and uh, anywhere you like to listen to your podcasts. If you want to get personal, if you want to get intimate, listen. Christian's here for you. I'm here for you. Joel's here for you. Sequel Men are here for you. Follow us on the social medias on the Facebook Sequel Men the Podcast, Instagram at Sequel Men the Podcast, and on tw- are we t- Twitter? It's there. Listen, we'll guys, see. this is going to be a joke <laughs> going forward. Maybe yeah. we will, maybe we won't. But if you want to email the show, we do have an email: sequelmen19 at gmail.com. Don't be afraid to tell us how we're doing, even if it's bad. We want to be here for you. We want to be better. Truck we want to improve. Now. And give us a review. Give us five star. It'll help people find us and improve our, our standing there. We're actually getting a pretty we're we're getting a pretty steady amount of downloads lately. And I don't think it's bots anymore. I think the bots oh, are done. Good. I think we're getting solid stuff because the numbers are realistic. So thank you all to our <laughs> all of our listeners, especially the Given ones in contract. Texas. I know I give you a hard time, but I mean look at yourselves. Sorry. But thank Come you everybody. On. That's the running joke now. Okay. Um, uh, well, yeah, Spencer. Uh, I can't wait to be targeted today. Spencer, <laughs> Spencer kind of took my bit, uh, but I will reemphasize that. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And um, sorry, we'd love to. You know, no, but we do genuinely appreciate feedback in any form. So, uh, or hey, oh, I just thought of something. As far as the email goes, like if you guys ever think of something behind the scenes or. If there's something we missed or something we we fucked up, let us know. We don't care. We we got thick skin. We we can be corrected, and uh, that's fine. As far as me, I go. I mind my stuff. My, my my turn. There it is. You can find me. I have my own business yeah. page on Facebook. It's gonna be Joel Powie media entertainment talent so you're gonna see me cross post like the sequel men stuff there too you find me there if you want to uh, yell at me personally that's fine um and, or you know my website you're gonna see sequel men stuff on my website you can book me for stuff i dj uh weddings and all that fun stuff you can book my voiceovers if you really feel like it um i've done some work for grand rapids comic-con trying to do some more stuff with my career always looking to co- collaborate so, jpvoicedj.com for me. And that's all I got to plug for myself. Guys, I love how I love how Joel says, oh, we've got thick skin. Joel, your skin's about as thick as a hair off the top of my head. <laughs> so, your hairline's receding. Oh, no. <laughs> thanks for insulting me after a friendly oh, okay. joke. What? Let, let's let's retread the entire history of sequel men and, and see how much Spencer you guys here. insult me. And me and Spencer yeah. are losing our hair, and you're got nice hair, and you're being an mm-hmm. asshole. Okay, late. Um, <laughs> I got thicker we, hair in my asshole. All right, go ahead. Oh, why That's did right. you say that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> we can't wait until the next one. That's right, Christian. Because here at Sequel Men, the podcast, all films are created sequel. Talk to me, time code!